Boom, ping, pong, <laughs> you boom. Are, are we recording? Yeah. Of course we are. Hi, my name's Alfred DeLeo. At home, they call me Big Al, and I have dingers. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a reputation already, this kid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, babies. Welcome to the Clean Slate episode. We got a boner step episode where we're going to try to get through every goddamn story after that clip. Thank you, Hambone, for sending in the, the clip. We I know that I know probably everybody has seen that. Yeah. And we're not, we're not behind on it. But this is this was we couldn't think of a better place to start uh, doing an all stories episode. Yeah. And we're gonna hit every goddamn story. Yeah. Bitch. Got it? Yep. Chris is gonna do most of the reading. <laughs> right. So don't worry. I know I just heard everybody, I felt everybody's like, oh God. It's gonna be a five yeah, hour everyone's podcast. Like, I'm skipping this episode. Yeah. It God help us if there's any Asian right. names in here. <laughs> this next one comes from Hambone as well. Boo. No more Mondays. Colorado school district moves to four days a week. While the school district plans on saving money, some parents will have to pay a little more for child care. A Colorado school district will transition from a five-day week bro. to a four-day week beginning in August. Brighton-based school district 27J announced Monday that the four-day week will entice quality teachers and allow for the allocation of resources to items more critical to the district's, quote, primary Why purpose. Why do you think Hambone sent this in? <laughs> Why the fuck does he... What is this? I think it's... I is think he it, just trying to say, like, I, I guess I don't get the... I think it is an intro. I think he's sending it in because it's like a. D- maybe he wants us to know, like, do we think it's going to improve anything okay. in the school? I got you. Because you're a teacher. Oh, there it is. <laughs> got it. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> hey, I forgot my co host's profession. <laughs> Otherwise, then podcasting came a day. We're confident it's going to attract teachers and keep them, District 27J Superintendent Chris Fieldler says. Jesus. All right. I haven't had teachers say that this is a horrible idea. Others hope that the four day weeks are. Uh, well, that it will, quote, Reorganize and create time to support teachers' development and preparedness. Create a school calendar that increases instructional time and is clean, clear, and concise, making it less difficult for families to manage. I realize this will be a significant change for our students, their families, and communities we are fortunate to serve. But our district can no longer be expected to do more with less financial resources. The new schedule follows. <laughs> yeah, the new schedule follows the district's six failed attempts to get more money through bond election. With the new change, Fiedler says uh, they hope to have around one million in three key areas. Uh, by not running school buses on the days with no classes, he said the district estimates to save around seven hundred thousand dollars. Wow, Jesus! School District Twenty Seven J plans to tack on a couple hundred thousand do- more dollars by not paying for substitute teachers. Wouldn't this now? Wouldn't this affect the employment in the area as well if they're or is it are they talking about just the cost i'm, I'm assuming part of that seven hundred thousand dollars is the is the i think is the, the cost to run the buses plus salary pay the pu- yeah plus pay the bus drivers because bus drivers are paid like per diem 
That that means per day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. How come there's not a fancy word for per? <laughs> <laughs> it, a la diem. Oh. Ooh. A la is per. That also ice cream. <laughs> it means ice cream, right? Yeah. A la mode. No, mode means ice cream. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> So if you say I want apple pie mode remode, what was it again? Uh, a la mode, a la mode. Oh, per mode, per mode. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds cooler. Yeah. Give me an apple pie per mode. <laughs> Promote it to apple pie, huh? Get it? Yeah. Can that be an episode type? You, um, you gave that a pity laugh. It's all right. <laughs> I'm gonna go kill the myself. final. Uh, the per final knife. big saving <laughs> Fiedler said would come from utility costs, uh, but it's unclear how much that might be. Yeah. Well, the school district I, okay. plans on saving so money. So everything being closed for a day is going to save you. Yeah, we get that. Got it. Is that the only reason, but, though? <sighs> Do you think that's beneficial? Is that worth less education? But now here's the Kidding. thing. <laughs> Educating? Education? I did the, the, I did the mix. <laughs> I did a classic Pat mashup. Uh, boo, boo. <laughs> education? <laughs> um, that's a dumb word. Uh, Fiedler says, Fiedler says, uh, school district offers child care <laughs> services. <laughs> kids won't be in school. Uh, it costs $30 a day, which he admits isn't as great as the option parents currently have when their students are in class. I mean, that's pretty I say cool people still. just stop having kids. But I mean, I mean, what what's upsetting about this article is it's it's wholeheartedly admitting school is just daycare. If kids are so damn expensive. Yeah, essentially. School, yeah. yeah, school is just daycare. Yeah. We're not um, honestly, honestly, most of the teachers are hungover. <laughs> so <laughs> they're not getting anything on Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not going to get on a Tuesday. Um, but my thing is, I want to know how does it actually save? Like, because there's all those things being closed. But, but the thing is, there's a there's a minimum, a federal minimum for how many days of school students have to attend. So if you're taking wow. it down to four day weeks, you're just tacking them on at the end is of the there, year. Is that the end of the article? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say maybe there's like a maybe they have a homeschool. I, I honestly at this point, if I if we have kids, if me and if obviously me and Dom, not me and you, <laughs> if me and Dom have kids, um, I think I would fucking not. I wouldn't homeschool. I would have her homeschool. But yeah. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. I would not do that. To yeah. Them. I don't. That'd blame be terrible. You. Yeah. But I wouldn't let you. I would do one of the things like, oh, let's make sure. I don't know. <clears throat> and try to mix some common sense in there also. I think that would help. But it's it's so hard because you want to socialize them. But now schools are fucking closed. <coughs> an extra, you know, an extra day because they can't afford it. They're saying, I'm sure they're saying it's to, it was to save money. Yeah. But it's probably, they probably can't afford it. Well, I, you know what I, mean? I think it's so, I, I really do think it's a situation like based upon the way they're at least making it sound. It sounds to me like they're trying to pitch it as like, we'll be able to pay our teachers more with this cut. Yeah. Um, so it will incentivize having better teachers. Yeah. And then I, I, there was a little bit more to read, but it was just saying that like teachers will have to show up one Monday out of the month to work. Like they can come in if they want to, to do prep stuff on Monday, but they won't get paid every Monday. Yeah. They, but one Monday of the month is a half a day that they have to come in like an in-service day. So an ad, a, as an educator, how do you feel about this? I guess that's the that's point. I don't think... Because obviously, I, only, I went to school five days a week and nothing. You know, I'm, the, I'm that. So here you go. The only thing I think, the a big positive I think will come of this is students won't be as burnt out on Fridays. Like if you're going to school Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, Friday, 
you're going to have less burn. I don't know, but I feel like it adjusts. I think, I, I think you'll still, they'll still be excited for the weekend. Yeah. But I think they won't be as burnout. And I, and I, what does this do but to I will, parents? But I will say on Tuesdays, Tuesdays will, I think Fridays will be students less burnout, but Tuesdays will just be the new Monday. I think it Mondays are just going to be wild children running the streets because <laughs> parents, I mean, like, the parents, parents, schedules do not mimic school schedules like when they well, do shit like this well, this why, affects parents a lot well, that's why they're the school is saying that they offer uh an afford a much more affordable child care service on yeah. mondays but like it, taking into consideration too after the kids in middle school i would say sixth fifth or sixth grade they're right. safe to be home alone yeah on a monday so so for like fourth grade and below for eight at eight plus hours unattended for like i mean i don't know man well, what do they do during summer vacation I don't. I don't know. That's what I don't I'm fucking like, know. But I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, like, what do they do during summer? But that's vacation? what I'm saying. It's, it's like the there's a now. program or something like that, and then there's then and, and so, 30, now, so now thirty dollars for one. Like thirty dollars yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. Like thirty dollars for a, a day as of opposed to care. free fucking school. <laughs> it's well, not yeah. fucking but good. Like that's I, here we go. Now now I found why I'm angry about it. I, I'm gonna try to get angry. Do you know how at every one of these stories? But a way they could a way they could. Um, that's my accomplishment. A way they could have pitched the parents to support those because school's not free. You pay property tax, so it could have lowered the property tax in the area yeah, too. Yeah, everybody pays. So property. so instead, kids of, are not. I know, <laughs> I know. But I'm saying like so instead Taxation of, is theft. So instead of them, get, oh, all right, Andy. So instead <laughs> of them getting. Seven Seven hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, like the school goes. This budget is going to save the school five hundred thousand dollars and the That's community cost the parents and the community two hundred thousand. But you still have to pay property tax. You don't pay one day less property tax. Well, no, but like depending on what your school gets, you, your property tax could be lower. I don't know why Hambone sent the story. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we yeah. talking about? <laughs> but I hate no, this. I I think it just re- the month, like you said, the Monday because the. The week readjusts. Tuesday yeah. becomes the new Monday. Uh-huh. I think kids are a little less burnout on uh, Fridays. Of course. But also, too, like uh, maybe this is a school that goes year round. Yeah. This, the article made it kind of sound like it's a school that they go all year right. and just have longer breaks throughout. So if that's the case, then, yeah, I'm totally for this. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it makes sense. Also, too, like if I went to school year round, uh, I think a, it's much better. Like yeah. if you don't have that long break in the summer, I think it's a positive to have that at four days a week. As opposed to, I guess we'll find out. Five days a week. <laughs> uh, All right. The next story. Is that also from Hambone? Also from Hambone. Experts recommend Nation just chill out. Maybe play a little disc golf. This seems like this might be a little. This play. We have a little bit of fun uh, with Babylon us, huh? B is the Republican, the onion. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, do Republicans play disc golf? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought it was a. I thought it was like everybody. Well, it's a white I thought it was pe- like hippies. It, it's a white people thing. It's is a it middle-aged really? white people thing. Yeah. I've seen Mexicans, and blacks. <laughs> no Asians. <though. laughs> I haven't seen any Asians. Though. Yeah. <clears throat> Personally, from my personal thing, actually, every time I've gone out here, yeah, I've never seen anybody else play. Well, that's In because Florida, nobody nobody knows about it here. There's like, like it's every, the they're everywhere. No, there's a ton here, but I'm saying nobody knows about them. Have you been? Uh no I've I found never, a really uh, there's <coughs> I've one never gone to it's only nine gone. holes okay preferably I like I you know you know I'm a one hole guy yeah. two holes if if you know feeling cheeky maybe three maybe three you know what I mean four <laughs> but this is a nine holer real small like everything else has been on a fucking mountain yeah this one is just a this is a course just yeah. a regular disc golf but I didn't know that it was like a the only one a, growing is it yuppie I didn't think it was a yuppie thing I thought yeah. it was like a hippie thing no it's a yeah well yeah hippies are just yuppies that grew yuppies are just hippies that grew up. <laughs> yuppies no. are just hippies 
that grew up. They they don't share a lot of ideas, do they? But the thing is, I think people who are hippies when they're younger oh, yeah, become yeah. yuppies when gotcha. they get older. Gotcha. Um, at a time when the nation is at each other's throat almost constantly, psychiatric experts across the country have begun to recommend that everyone in the country just take a deep breath, try to chill out, and maybe go out and play a little disc golf once in a while. Academic studies have shown that a relaxing sport like disc golf can help pull oh, wait, back are from we the re- brink really of reading despair the joke article? after a long day reading oh. more bleak news reports this and arguing real. with other people. Log off Facebook and Twitter. Pick up an affordable disc at your quote, local like sporting goods store, and go dicks. let loose in some mo- on some monster. Wi- uh, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> and go let loose with some monster drives," said Peter McBurth of Harvard Sociology. I had a killer drive yesterday. <laughs> Bring along your stereo, bump a little Bob Marley or Sublime, toss some plastic around, and have a great time. That literally was me yesterday <laughs> <laughs> not bob marley i was playing just my regular spotify playlist uh mcberth reminded that uh the nation that you don't need a, to be a skilled player or invest a lot of money in discs to head down to your local public disc golf course and sink some beautiful putts into the chains i had a fucking great <laughs> killer putt every, seventh hole most everyone out of the disc golf course is really welcoming and won't immediately start screaming at you if they have slightly different opinions than you do it's chill yo yeah well, a few experts recommend bringing along a hacky sack and playing a few rounds of uh, horse or pig. Okay. <laughs> Everyone All agreed right. that no matter what, you need to get off the internet for a soothing nature. Of I didn't look at my phone once. It's magic. I played the playlist. I, I The only time I looked at my phone was to keep score. I shot a plus seven over 18 holes. I was only plus seven. Do you have an app that you bad. use on your phone for the score? I just use a note card. Oh, someone. I should. I, I want to find one. I, I didn't even <coughs> one think one of our for an app. one of our listeners who's also in like my Clash of Clans group. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He sent me a he Chris. sent me an app that like has a map uh-huh. of all the disc golf courses on it, and then it's got built-in scorecards for those courses and stuff too. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll send the app to you then. Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! Um, yeah, but I I think I yeah. I, I <clears throat> it's it's really funny. <laughs> I that is a it's a joke article. Sure, right. We're having a great time. Yeah. But I did that yesterday, <laughs> and I had a I had a great day. Yeah. <laughs> I felt awesome. You chilled the fuck out. Yeah. It was fucking. I didn't like. I said I didn't. <coughs> I was like, why do I feel? Because I I I haven't been feeling like well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And not only that, but also like my like my like I, my body was aching. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I, and I was like, I don't know why I'm sore. I, I haven't yeah. done like anything like strenuous or anything like that that would have caused this kind of feeling or anything like that. Right. But literally just going out and just fucking fucking chilling, bro. <laughs> Hit the one hitter in the car. Go out. <laughs> some water. I had my coffee out there with me. Was, was it just you? Yeah. You went alone. Yeah, wow. Just That's by impressive. myself. Yeah. Played. I played nine holes. Shot a plus three. When are you going pro? Huh? What's your handicap? I don't know what that is. Is that <laughs> average? I don't know if disc golf has a handicap. I I don't know, but, but that yeah, was you get that was one of the best. That was one of the best over over eighteen. I just I, shot the same course it's twice. It's been a long time since I golfed. Yeah, but I think the way the handicap is calculated is it's your average. It's the difference of your average and the par, and then every time you play, you subtract that from what you do. Okay. So like if you av- like so if you're doing an 18 hole course and it's par 86 and you average 96, oh. then your handicap is 10, and you always get 10 deducted from your final score. Okay, I think that's how 10. Handy. Oh, okay. So my handicap would be whatever. So that's like essentially like if you just kept shooting, you would be at this average. Yeah. Okay. So it's basically an average. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So wait, um, my handicap would have been what the par was, 
It, your total <clears throat> plus or minus par. Plus or minus par. Okay. So if you're under par, you get a uh, a positive. You get a plus right. handicap. And if you're over par, so you I think get that a was seven handicap. I think plus seven. Yeah. No, no. Whatever. <laughs> the next one comes from Just Hazy do it. Try it out. Nuts. Try it out. <clears throat> Lunch lady sisters steal nearly five hundred thousand dollars from school cafeterias. Say what? Joanne Pascarelli left, and Marie Wilson were charged with stealing five hundred thousand dollars from two school cafeterias in New Canaan, Connecticut. Two sisters who supervise school cafeterias in Connecticut have been charged with an alleged scheme that netted over five hundred thousand dollars in stolen lunch money. Oh. Holy shit! That's a lot, right? That's a lot nine, of lunch nine, money. Nine hundred thousand? Five hundred thousand, but still. Five hundred thousand? That's yeah. not a nearly. That's not nine hundred thousand. Only five hundred thousand? That's a hun- That's like uh, even if your school lunch is five dollars, that's a hundred thousand lunches. Now we're figuring out why they close <laughs> on Mondays. <laughs> These naughty lunch ladies yeah. are out here stealing money. <laughs> uh, Joanne Pascarelli, sixty-one, and her sister, sixty-seven-year-old Marie Wilson, turned themselves into authorities over the weekend on multiple charges, including larceny and defrauding the public. <sighs> Pascarelli is accused of stealing money from two school cafeterias over a five-year period. Pascarelli supervised the Sachs Middle School cafeteria, and Wilson supervised the New Canaan High School they cafeteria. They look like a couple of asshole ladies. Yeah. Honestly, though, they look like every lunch lady I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. They're so generic looking. This one kind of looks like more like a, a like a receptionist at the principal's. <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, she just looks like a wah. Investigators met with school officials in December after a cafeteria worker complained about supervisors mishandling money. Officials said the scheme may have lasted 15 years. Since it occurred over a long period of time in relatively small amounts, the district was unaware of these discrepancies until it instituted new financial controls specifically related to the collection and depositing of cash in the cafeterias. Michael Horrickson, uh, spokesman for New Canaan Public Schools, said in an email to the New York Times on Monday. So they just saw the movie Office Space. Yeah. And they were just stealing like a penny, a penny from every kid. And then you get greedy. If you if they would have stopped at fifty thousand dollars, they would have gotten away with it. Oh, if they would yeah. If honestly, if they would have stopped at a hundred thousand dollars, yeah. They probably would have never They probably would have been like, Oh my god, we gotta we gotta lower the grade of these tater tots. Yeah. <laughs> we're spending too much on tater tots. It's costing yeah. us money. Yeah. Um Investigators believe that the sisters took money from the cash registers before the new system was put in place that made thefts more apparent. Our school implemented this when I was in seventh grade, where we uh, there was one specific lunch lady you could go to in the morning, just before lunch or at the end of the day, and deposit money into your calf track account is what it was called. And then you got a six-digit PIN number. Which, like, our school wasn't that big. Why did we have a six-digit pin? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. And then you went through the lunch line, and at the end, you typed in your pin number, and they deducted it from your bank account, What was your pin? Uh, 69, 69, 69, 69, no, we didn't get No, we didn't get to pick it, and it changed mm. every year. Ugh. God damn it. Uh, you got to give kids one more my, thing to remember. My senior one was 412468. Right. That's the only one I remember, because it was the last one I had. Boy, oh it was 412468. Six digits for a like a school that holds like a thousand kids. If it's with no air conditioning, with no air conditioning, animals. Um, When the new system was introduced, the amount of cash taken during lunch increased significantly, without an increase in numbers of meals served. The average daily cash intake went from below forty to one hundred and fifty dollars a day. Holy shit! (laughs) Why would they go more? No, yeah. Why would they ramp it up? Yeah, what a fucking idiot. 
they wanted to but get caught. That, so, but that's how they got caught. So what they're saying is when they implemented the new system, they were bringing in $150 a day in lunches. Right. And they were like, well, that's weird. Before, we were only bringing in $40 a day. Right. So they were stealing almost $100, over $100 a day yeah. from the schools. It's crazy. Jeez. Officials say $137,682 was stolen from the middle school and 350906 from the high school between 2012 and 2017. That seems like a lot. Police are una- unable to investigate prior to 2012, though, due to statute of limitations. <laughs> so they get away with some of the money. Good, good for them. <laughs> Again, stealing. According to arrest warrants, the sisters would have cashiers signed signed blank checks hold on yeah according to arrest warrants the sisters would have cashier signed blank bank deposit slips uh-huh. and allegedly put a co-worker on dishwashing duty for several months when she asked financial questions <laughs> that's awesome yeah that is pretty cool they just mafia did up yeah for they sure stole well good for them i mean i don't know yeah <laughs> like can you defraud children really yeah <laughs> yeah isn't that just goofing <laughs> yeah, you're just a clown. They, they don't, don't have, have a rights. good time. Kids yeah. don't have Kids rights. Kids don't have rights. Yeah, they got their lunch, didn't they? Yeah, well, that's all go. that matters. <laughs> are you saying? Are you saying it's worth the money that they were paying? Come on. Yeah, it's not For worth real. that. Like when I graduated, our lunches were three dollars. Yeah, they were not worth three dollars. No, they're garbage. Especially not when it's not Wendy's real food. Four for four, four for four. Exactly, and there's actually lettuce there. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there's something. Uh Another one coming in from Jerry Hazy Nuts. Oh, Hazy Nuts. By the way, if if we haven't made it clear, this is an all babies. I think uh, we said it, but yeah, this is a Buddha Baby's Choice. This is a Buddha Baby's Choice episode. Clean slate. Yeah, we're working through all of our stories from August. Bitch. I actually kind of like that. Maybe we should do that from here on out. Okay. Like at the end of the (laughs) in October, then we'll do all the stories from September. Right. In November, all the stories from October, so on and so forth. Right. So we can stay current. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, neighbors want street named after priests accused of child sexual assault. Oh, uh, no. Changed. They want it changed. So it was cool when he believed in the invincible guy and he yeah. said you were all awesome. But then once he's touched your kids, Man, then you know, like, no. You know what's really crazy to me? That new joke I have, how it never, ever lands. What's this now? Uh, the joke about uh, I forget adults believe in God. Yeah. Uh, I've been an atheist for long enough that I forget adults believe in God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. The pun- but the punchline never lands. And it's so funny to me that um, talking to an adult who believes in God is a lot like talking uh, to children around Christmas time. I just watch what I say because I don't want any weird questions on the drive <laughs> You home. don't want to ruin it for them? <laughs> I, like, li- like just the way that's worded of I don't want any weird questions being asked on the drive home. Right is so funny to me yeah, yeah. and every single time nobody laughs and i'm like what the fuck it's one of those you know it's one of those jokes where it's like maybe this is just for me maybe you got to get him to like you more <laughs> but like i find like the wording i like so much of that but anyway keep it hazel township pa people in hazel township are dealing with the aftermath this week's uh, uh after this week's grand jury report into the child sex abuse That's in the catholic church hazel woodship <laughs> a street in the township is named after a priest accused of sexually assaulting a young boy. The report. Just one? Yeah. Mm. Apparently. All right. The report found Reverend Gerard Angelo was accused of sexually abusing a 14 year old boy at the parish in Williamsport. Wait, why does it say Father Angelo Drive? Uh, He's a reverend. Maybe he was. Uh, maybe he was. Uh, I say take it down too and correct it. <laughs> I was. Gonna, well, I was going to say maybe he was like. Uh, 
he had ranks removed. Oh yeah, I was gonna say what, what he it, was father, but he then, was, he, uh, then he molested a kid and got sent he, down. He, the he was demoted. Yeah. <laughs> um, now people who live on Father Angelo Drive in Hazel Township want the name changed. My first thought was, well, what are they gonna do with the street sign that I took at that I look at every day? It was devastating. Drew Tranguk. Really? Said, Hold on. Was it devastating? <laughs> hey, Chris. Chris, do you think it was devastating? He's telling us about it. Couldn't have been that bad. <laughs> devastating is like uh, Hiroshima. Yeah. You know, let's have perspective again, guys. Let's bring perspective <laughs> back. There's no way this was devastating. I guarantee it wasn't devastating. I. It's <laughs> terrible. Don't fuck children. Unless you're the kid I'm, who was molested hey, by him. I'm going to go the out only, on a limb here. Don't fuck kids. The only person it could... <laughs> be devastating to in my opinion is it's the kid is the guy that is the person who he molested is this is this who this is i'm sorry it i didn't say, let you finish. it doesn't say it doesn't say could be Victims. maybe it is you know what i'm saying uh, he's, not, he's not a victim father angelo was a priest of the church of the sacred heart just a few blocks away from the street that bears his name people who knew him said he wasn't particularly friendly <laughs> <laughs> it's always the that's why he only got one yeah that's why <laughs> Because <laughs> he's like, oh, we had no idea. This one was like, he was a dick, and he <laughs> yeah. always looked at the kids. <laughs> he just had this sort of attitude like, what's the word I'm looking for? Arrogant. Wow. <laughs> Trenguk said. Catholics who live on Father Angelo Drive said it used to be a point of pride, but now it's disgraceful. It's another what? hit to the Catholic Church because... You just said you didn't like him. <laughs> it's another hit to the Catholic Church. Well, that's a different guy. Wait, what? This is a different person. Oh, oh okay. Oh, sorry, person. sorry. <laughs> it's another hit to the Catholic Church because there are good people who believe in, and there are good Catholic <laughs> followers, and I just think this is another hit to us, uh, Taylor Prohotsky uh, said. Township supervisors are letting the people who live on the street vote on a name change. Neighbors said even though it will Pee-wee be Herman. a lot of work, <laughs> it's worth it. Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby cul-de-sac. It's on everything. I mean, your driver's license, what? billing, addresses in the mail. It's just <laughs> going to remind me of that now, so I'd rather not, right. Mark Prohotsky said. Father Angelo died in 2009. That's the last line of the article. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> bury the lead. <laughs> uh, so when did the... Okay, so one, he's alleged, right? We're just going to say alleged because that's what they said. Yeah. We're just repeating it. He's an alleged accused, sorry, an accused possible one time arrogant sexual offender. (laughs) Why would he have had a street in the first place? Yeah. If he was arrogant and rude and nobody really liked him. It was the street that the church was on and a lot of Catholic people. It wasn't. It said it was down the street. Oh, maybe it was like the whole street. Right. Okay, I'm thinking this. But but, uh, a lot of Catholic people lived on that street because it was a street the Catholic Church was on. Needless to say, if we can take anything from the story, not fucking devastating. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not fucking devastating, guys. Another one. Guess who it's from? Oh, my God. Did you hear Jerry Rosewood fuck somebody? (laughs) I live on Rosewood Drive. This is devastating. Uh, argument uh, come from Jerry Hazenuts, by the way. A come from from Jerry Hazenuts. Argument over Aretha Franklin leads to Virginia shooting, witnesses say. Uh, in Suffolk, Virginia, an argument over Aretha Franklin led to a shooting. Police responded to a report yeah. of a gunshot victim Thursday morning around 10.45 a.m. Police said the shooting that <laughs> happened in the 300 block of East Washington Street in Suffolk, Virginia, started with an argument. News 3 WTKR spoke to a witness and uh, who said... <laughs> 
he heard the two people in the argument were you fighting show over me some whether, respect. whether or not <laughs> Holly. <laughs> Wait, hold on. How did he say that? No, it's even, How did Diana it's, Ross say that? It's it wasn't even, Diana Ross. It was <laughs> it was Aretha Franklin. No, 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 no. It was that. All right. It's even better than I that. I got to find out. I, uh, this reminds me of a sketch I think Bill Russell posted about it. it yeah. runs me, sorry, sorry. Two people in the argument were fighting over whether or not Halle Berry played Aretha Franklin in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I'm you? I'm telling you, it was Halle Berry. <laughs> did anybody play Aretha, Aretha Franklin? Franklin yeah, in movie? She, uh, wasn't that their Dream Girls? Wasn't that about Aretha Franklin? Oh, I or didn't am see I it. just am I racist and mixing up my famous black lady was, singers? I think probably Aretha somewhere in there. Yeah, fact check me while nope. I read the rest of this article, please, Pat. <sighs> I don't want to be racist. Go on now. <laughs> Go on now. Go on now. Police said the fight turned physical, and then one of the subjects produced a firearm, shooting the other man at least once. Also, stop! I don't like when they use the w- term "produced" for t- "took out a gun," because it just makes it sound like uh, in my head. You don't know if they three D printed it. I was gonna say, you wait right there, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> you give I'm me IMDb up. Yeah, you give me thirty five minutes, you prick. <laughs> I'm gonna produce uh, this gun. Both men got emergency medical assist uh, uh, assessment and treatment by Suffolk Fire and Rescue. I already forgot what I was looking up. Before being transported <laughs> to local hospitals for further treatment. Movie about Aretha Franklin. Got it. Let's find out if it's Dream I'm, Girls. I looked or up Dream Girls. Oh, okay. Sorry. Move. Go on. Uh, I am. Hold on. The article uh, just like refreshed itself without me telling you to. So they don't say what they're... Their each their sides were no. Like, okay. Just one said it was Halle Berry and one, one said it was Blues wasn't. Brothers. <laughs> well, she was in Blues Brothers. I know. <laughs> Police said the gunshot victim is considered to be in serious condition. Franklin had previously wanted Barry to play her in an upcoming biopic. Oh, it answered it for us. But Barry claimed she couldn't sing and wouldn't do the role justice, according to E! News. Instead, Jennifer Hudson was tapped to play the Queen of Soul in the film. She's a little bit meatier, too. She's got a little bit more uh, heft to her, like Aretha Franklin. Yeah. She's a a meaty broad. That's not, that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You you, you just, uh, Uh, so, okay. This, yeah. Can you play that sketch? Wow, what is it? Have you have you ever th- there's uh uh Bill Russum this reminded I, I was this was reminding me of the sketch that I know that uh, Tom Segura had years and years ago about a real a true life story here. It's about uh what does it say here? Video of Tom Segura and Ryan Sickler did called Nine Inches. It's a reenactment of uh it's it's an argument uh two guys had um about nine inches. Do you, are you playing it? Yeah. Do you have the volume on? There might be an ad. This is fucking incredible. How long is it? If you guys, if you seven guys, seven minutes. Well, well, we can just play some of it. We we won't play the uh, the whole thing. But check this fucking <laughs> sketch out. It's called Nine Inches, <clears throat> and it's with uh, Tom Segura and uh, Ryan Sickler. And it's fucking. It's about a. It's this is a true story, by the way. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's some of it is. It's like this part dramatized. Yeah, this is dramatized, but the actual real argument really did end up like this. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Dan. Thanks for having me over. Hey, man. thanks for coming over, man. Big game today. Big game today, man. <laughs> I already got a couple glasses of ice waiting for you. Let me take care of these wings. All right. <laughs> thanks for the invite, Dan, <laughs> and for cooking, man. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it, too, man. You know, we've never really hung out much at work, so I thought this would be a, a good way to get to know each other. And besides, you can't enjoy a game like this without company. I know who you're rooting for. Crimson Tide, right? I'm just playing with you, man. 
man. Just look. Just don't <laughs> drench those wings in sauce. I'll for anybody you want. You got a lot of nerve, man. You never had my wings before. What makes you think I'm some kind of amateur that's going to drench his wings in sauce? You have a seat in there, I'm going to bring you the wings of your life. Is that what the argument's about? <laughs> wings. Do we know? Yeah. We'll find out. James Brown was not 6'3". The hell he wasn't. How tall was he then? 5'6". You don't talk bad about James Brown in this house. What do you mean talk bad about? That's a fact. No, it ain't. People know that. No, they don't. It's on James Brown. That's bullshit. All right? You're off by nine <laughs> inches, buddy. And I don't want you talking bad about the man I respect more than Jesus open. Christ himself. Okay? Are you serious? I'm help dead serious. I don't like people disrespecting James Brown. <laughs> it ain't disrespect if it's true. Well, it ain't true. It ain't true at all. 6'3 short? Wings look amazing. <clears throat> Hope it didn't drench in the sauce. I'm messing with you, Dan. I need to straighten this out, Jimmy. I, really, I need closure on this, and I need it now. Are you serious? I'm 100% serious. I cannot continue this conversation, this friendship, or these wings if I don't get the right answer from you. Now, how tall was James Brown? Dan, think about it. James Brown was 6'3". There you go. On his mom's shoulders. You son of a bitch! <laughs> Safety zone. Now it ain't. Now it ain't. Crazy bastard! I dare you say that about JB! James Brown was 5'6". He wore lips in his six shoes. Three on his and even with those shoulders. lips, he was 5'7". Maybe 5'8". <laughs> you're a liar! You're an evil man, and you're a liar. You're a liar, Dan. I hope you're lying to yourself. You I hope this is like else. the exact what? quote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like how uh, Rick and Morty. <laughs> how Rick and Morty <laughs> did that court case. Did you ever see that one? Uh uh. You never saw that one? Uh uh. Oh my god. In between episodes, remind me to show you. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so check that check that uh, that out. That's fucking hilarious. The, 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 the link's actually in the comments for this story. <laughs> on the Buddha Babies group. Oh, it's fucking man. hilarious. It's it so builds good. beautifully. It's yeah. just, it's, uh, it's fucking. It's really, really awesome. good. <laughs> so it's, it's very much similar <laughs> to that, in the sense of it's a weird argument that ended up escalating a little too much. Yeah. Maybe it could have been about other things. We don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, and we got another one here coming from Jerry Hayes. And this is a short video. I watched it uh, when he first posted what it. The it's pretty is quick. What's going on? Oh yeah. He, ne he never even said anything. He never said a word to you. You got a shit on your shoulder. You got a bull. No. You've had a whole zone all day. What'd he say to you? What'd he say? He never even looked at you. He never even looked at you. You're done to For what? What the did I You mother. What the no, I love that. Wally and everyone's like Wally, Wally. You know Wally. it. Wally. You know it. Who? Where? Wally. What is this? Let's go. It's a minor league baseball game. Oh, minor league. Okay, I didn't know if it was like college. I, I want to know what I said. Okay. I'm going to ask him what I said. Why is he mic'd up? I'm going to ask him what I said. Or are they mic'd up? In your report. Yeah, Take your report uh, and shove it up. He's mic'd. The ref. No, so is so is the coach. You know the so what's going on? I knocked you on your. Put that in your report, you little. Squeak. If it's Wally, a local Wally, broadcast, they Joe, sometimes Wally, Jesus Christ. Wally, let's go. Let's go. 
I want to know what I said. I'm Why can't the field when he tells me what he threw me out for. <laughs> Does he not understand? He really doesn't understand. No, he goes. I, I'm not is this Indiana Bodiger as a fucking baseball fucking coach? It is. I don't fucking know what I fucking did. Baseball being like. Just tell me what I fucking did. Wally, please, let's go. I, also, I love that they're playing in the background. Tom Petty. Am I right? No, no. Wally, let's go, please. No, it won't. Oh, I thought it was won't back down. I thought so too at first. I that would have been way better. Really Sounds like wallflowers. Yeah, maybe it is. Jacob oh, yeah, it Dylan. Is. It is the wallflowers. Yeah. You know, I really thought it was. You know, he's back uh, down. he's ma- he's married to Bob Dylan. To, oh, no? really? Yeah. They're making Stevie a cute couple. I don't know if this is this the is so funny. No, okay. it gets okay. better. So he he's calmed down. Stevie he's telling he's telling his backup coach who to move around to fit how to coach fit the ejection. That's a fucking joke. So they both got kicked out. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he just throws all of their bats onto the field. Not even on the field, actually. He's bare- He's Pick got a couple on the diamond. Yeah. He throws all their balls out there. I like that. I like this move. Pick that up, you piece of Nice. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> He's ejected. What else are you going to do? Now he's lobbing bats out. Yeah. Catcher. Look at this. Oh, see, uh, now they're playing. See, now the guy in the booth gets it. Yeah. Now he's having fun. I don't know if this is the best baseball ejection, but this guy. It's really good. Because now it's just lost steam. Now he's just, now he's just being a prick. Yeah. Like. I, I love the kicking. I don't know what it is about. I, yeah, the, I love the kicking, kicking dirt stand, on home kick, plate. Is that it's is, because you can't do it looking like an adult? Or like, yeah, you, you have to. Everybody puts their arms up. Yeah, like they're babies. Yeah, they're like oh yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wally Backman uh, is a former MLB player, though. That's who that coach was, Wally Backman. Oh. Um, He's I like, just thought it's funny too because like the players on his bench are laughing the whole time. Yeah, just like fucking. Come on, man. Because he knows. Because he's saying it's fucking ridiculous. It, uh, that stuff like that, it, it's weird. I feel like there there is fighting in baseball. I know yeah. that there is oh, occasionally. Man. But this nothing. is that's essentially what fighting in, in, in hockey is. There's is. nothing I love more than like uh, when the dugouts get cleared in baseball. Yeah. That makes me want to watch It's very satisfying. Oh, Although, man. if you really look at it, it's just a bunch of guys like grabbing each other. There's been a there's handful very, of good ones. Though. Yeah, but like. I'll have to find one. There was one a couple years ago that was like. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Real punches are getting thrown. When it's a real like, fight, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Is is it? But that's still way better in hockey. Yeah. Because even I, then, I will say I don't understand why in baseball, like if you see one of your teammates is about to pop off, yeah. why you don't just clear the benches so you're like then nobody gets ejected. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it saves him. <laughs> if, yeah, just clear. If you it. just clear the benches, then nobody gets. They thrown can't out. fire us all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one comes from Jerry Hazenuts. Bruce Campbell believes Evil Dead has a future without Ash. Yeah, I think so. Or they just reboot it as a woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll call it a uh, Evelyn Dead. You know what I mean? Ooh, yeah. Evelyn Dead. Or there you go. I was thinking Ashlyn or Ashley versus yeah, Evil Ashley, Dead. Ashley. Yeah, it's it's already there. You go. It's it's kind of Bruce Campbell has become synonymous with Ash Williams, the Deadite <laughs> slaying star of Sam Raimi's Evil Dead franchise. You know, I've never seen any of the Evil Dead movies. It's they're all right. They're good. They're, I, uh, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a huge mark for for the evil. But I like them, and I I, I respect it. It's like it's yeah. like Harry Potter. Yeah. I'm not huge into it. I know some of it. I've seen a couple of things here and there. I've seen the movies and stuff, but it's like yeah, it's just whatever. 
I'm, it's fun. <coughs> you know, we're having a good time. Yeah. I like him. I like him a lot. I like Bruce Campbell yeah, a lot. Yeah. He, even in like <coughs> Burn Notice on USA, I only watched for him. <laughs> like he was good in that show. <laughs> he was so good. Stop talking. <laughs> I'm going to put you in jail. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna. I'm gonna put you gonna in jail. You're gonna block me. I'm gonna block you. Yeah. What are we? What are you throwing me out for? What are you doing? I have no me. idea. <laughs> just tell me. <laughs> Give me a warning. Come on. Also, one thing I would ask you after that video, it's a lot funnier hearing the bleeps, right? Yeah. I had this discussion with somebody before. Is I like the bleeps? And like bleep, the yeah, bleeps are funnier than the actual swear. Right. Like South Park uncensored isn't as funny. I don't know. I, I don't mind it because it's the even the subtlety of the delivery. Yeah. Sometimes it adds more of a punch to it. I, I don't know. I, I guess because I'm used to it. It's it's yeah. hard to say here and there, but you very it's it's more of a treat when you hear it uncensored, I feel like. I, but I, I still yeah, enjoy I I censored. It, I think censored it, it I think censored comedy a lot. It's just like saying N word. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's just like yeah, I, but except for the fact you know, that the, when you don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say you know it's, a, it's it is funny to me when they sense when it's censored in a way that you hear you so you know what it, what's being said in or you don't when like they, that. That's or, what I'm saying. It's like wait, saying, now I don't know what he oh, just yeah. called him. But I'm saying like when they do like and like you hear yeah. the beginning of fuck and yeah. then it's like fuck boop or and like yeah yeah or sh yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, so yeah. it's, it's, I don't know. But yeah, I agree. Uh, after three feature films and three seasons of Stars Now canceled, Ash versus the Evil Dead, Campbell broke legions of horror fans' hearts by stating emphatically that he's retired from the franchise. Yeah. While it was recently announced that Ash, along with his team of ghost beaters from the TV series, will regroup digitally in an upcoming Evil, Evil Dead-themed video game, the actor still believes that there's a chance for more films and or TV shows, just not with him. So what exactly does Campbell have in mind for the potential e of an Evil Dead franchise reboot? Here's what he told comicbook.com. You got Ash's daughter, Brandy, played by Ariel Carver O'Neill. She provides the lineage. Ray is a shaman now, and uh, you know as Pablo. And Kelly, played by Dana Lorenzo, Day Lorenzo, is just a full-on Lucy Lawless type badass who's got vengeance in her eyes. So that's good enough for me. It's funny because Lucy There's Lawless a good number. was on the show. <laughs> I would also <laughs> I would also continue the movies with Mia, with Jane Levy, because she's awesome. That's pretty much it. Hey, get out of there. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, nothing. What are you doing? <laughs> Looking for the Necronomicon. It's important to remember just how popular 2013's Evil Dead was, both financially and critically. The film grossed over $97 million in the U.S. alone and a budget of $17 million. And even though horror fans have almost knee-jerk aversion when it comes to the remakes of classic properties, it was a huge hit. <laughs> but genre aficionados. Yeah, slow down, pal. I remember being stunned a mid, uh, uh, at a midnight screening of Al Alvarez's Evil Dead, amazed at how it stayed true to Raimi's original vision while simultaneously wrenching familiar tropes and plot lines from exciting new directions dialing back the franchise's dark oh humor and favorite god <laughs> yeah <I'm over> it. <laughs> we got it yeah ash isn't coming back we all and know you're a fan the person yeah. writing it <laughs> cool thanks guys um, yes i agree all right <laughs> next one from hambone avnews.com the creators of nintendo 64's golden eye have officially ruled odd job is cheating i don't know if i get this I remember the game. For a certain demographic, GoldenEye 007's multiplayer mode is imprinted in the mind. Right. Say the word facility, or if you're yeah, yeah, the yeah. neighborhood bozo, faculty, and a flood of low-res gray and blue tiles are instantly conjured. 
mentioned slappers only, and the body tenses in anticipation of a frantic karate chopping melee between smushed face versions of James Bond characters. GoldenEye multiplayer was a staple. The best reason the <laughs> to contort hands around the uh, torturous plastic trident of an N64 controller bad at all. for hours on end. Pretty comfortable. Yeah, I remember being one of the more like ergonomic yeah, controllers. It's absolutely fine. Uh, it is a little awkward to go from like directional pad to thumbstick, but you yeah, never yeah. really have to do that. Yeah, you. It's one or the other. Usually. Yeah, uh, I it's a, a Nintendo bi- sixty four. Yeah, you have one. I do at the store. I have one now. You have one here. Mm-hmm. Right here. Yeah, right there. Can I have it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit surprising. You heard that <laughs> verbal contract. <laughs> it's on air. It's a bit surprising to learn then that the game's multiplayer almost didn't happen. Over at Mel Magazine, Quinn Meyer spoke to members of the team. Mail Magazine? Mel Magazine. Oh, M-E-L. For creating GoldenEye and its sprawling oral history of the 1997 shooter. <laughs> Among the account of how a revered classic was made out of what could have been a forgettable movie tie-in, the piece reveals just how close the world came to the infinitely sad fate of never getting to blast each other with DD44 Destruvest and, and, and its multiplayer. Myers describes how contemporary first-person shooters were single-player only and that GoldenEye 007 was expected to follow suit. This guy until, has a framed Pulp until Fiction late p- uh, photo. Until <laughs> poster in his house. Did you know Pulp Fiction and Shawshank Redemption came out the same year? Yeah, that makes sense. That blows my mind because when I watched Shawshank Redemption, when I saw it for the first time, yeah. I thought it came out in like the 2000s. Really? Yeah. No, it's a timeless movie. You see? Yeah. Yeah. Evergreen, as the kids say. No, I say that. <laughs> as the crow flies, as you say. Brandon Lee. <laughs> Can't rain all the time. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I wish everyone else could have seen the look. He, the, like, He's the crow. Huh? huh? You know what I mean? Huh? You get it? Huh? Can't rain all the time. <laughs> um, Ernie Hudson's in that movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Until late in its creation process, when they began to work on a mode without telling the publisher, uh, David Doak from GoldenEye Developer Rare, remembered the multiplayer, quote, was for a long time just a wish list thing, not a thing we that we were definitely going to have. Uh, he describes how, with only a few months left before the deadline, two of their programmers were assigned to see what they could do with an early version of the mode. They worked up a basic version of it, and the studio enjoyed it enough to keep plugging away and present it to Nintendo for approval. The rest is history. Rare avoided the grim reality of the world devoid of the entire summer days annihilated at the altar of GoldenEye's multiplayer. Uh, what the fuck <laughs> Hold on. is going on here? Uh, <laughs> and ushered in fights aplenty with the jerks who picked Goldfinger's diminutive dapper assassin Oddjob as their character. Is, is dapper, he the guy with the... I think he's Asian. Okay. Is he's, dapper an Asian He's guy? the one they... No. But I was going to say, is he the one that they mock in Austin Powers? Yeah. The guy who the throws, guy his throws his hat. Yeah, he throws his hat. Okay. So what, like, uh, well, that I'm trying. I want Hambone? them to say what it is. Can, all right, can I warn Hambone right now? <laughs> can we fucking warn somebody? Is that what you guys this, fucking want? Warnings? <laughs> on Hambone, I'm gonna point. fucking slap you. <laughs> on this last point, the interviews are completely clear. It's definitely cheating to play as odd job, according to GoldenEye's gameplay and engine programmer Mark Edmonds. We could have put something in to stop this blatant cheating. But why not just let players decide on their own rules? If only the piece gave official judgment on how to decide whether or not to use uh, the nice new yellow controller and who got the off-brand one with the busted joystick, all angel gold. 
This guy stinks. It's over. Who is it? Who wrote he this? He wrote that full fucking article just to be to like to say, "Oh, that's what they said." Read Mick Carter. Fuck you, dude. Or like read McFarter. Hey, I got it. Yeah. Did you smell that? <laughs> yeah. It smells bad. Yeah. That, I tried to record him. that with a microphone, but it just like it it hurt a little. All it's right. Big part. Let's see. Are you regretting doing saying clean clean slate? Or are you, are you no. ready to tap out? You pussy. No. What time are we at? We're good. We're close. Okay, we're close. Fuck. Uh, next one from Hambone. You better fucking redeem yourself here, Hambone. Fuck. Uh, comedian faces calls for boycott after he goaded a college student into touching him on stage. He goaded him? Goaded. He, he goaded him. Goaded him, bruh. All right. <sighs> yeah, sorry. I had a burp stuck. Put him, let it out. What should have been a fun Free performance it. capping off Purdue University's freshman orientation took a dark turn. Ooh, freshman orientation. That's even worse. Dark turn? Were uh, they devastated? <laughs> <laughs> what should have been a fun performance capping off Purdue University's Was freshman Father orientation took a dark turn after comedian Andy Gross, which... It's in the name. I mean, hello. Goaded a student into touching him on stage in front of an audience of more than 5,000 people. Comedian Father Angelo. At the Saturday night show, Gross, a Los Angeles comedian whose act includes magic and ventriloquy, (laughs) made a female student uh, touch his thigh as part of his routine, joked about his genitals, and made the audience so uncomfortable that thousands of students left in protest. Uh, Okay, honestly. Now, look, I know I am not... I Whatever. Didn't force her problem. Whatever, whatever, whatever he did. Yeah, I know not to do that stuff at a college. Yeah, I because I've I've seen a screen in the past fucking four yeah. years. Yeah, what uh, are you doing, gross, you moron? Yeah, uh, he apologized Monday after increasing criticism from the students in the school, saying that uh, in a statement through his lawyer that he was quote profoundly sorry that students at the Indiana school. We're, oh. we're offended. <laughs> um, oh, what a, also what a yeah, I'm sorry yeah. you were offended. Dude, the statement also on. said that the comedian would not perform on college campuses in the future and would change the parts of his show that upset Purdue students. I'm sorry, but it's not the like this is one situation where it's not the college kids, yeah, dude. You, you, you know, you know, you have to know like colleges. Are not a place to go like, hey, what about my dick? Hey, girl, touch yeah, no, my dick. Oh, you made my dick hard. That's Vegas. Yeah. That's uh, a beach that's, comedian. That's a comedy that's club. Like, you can go to a comedy yeah. club and make those jokes. I don't even know a comedy no. club would get away with that because of... No, if, if if it doesn't go if it doesn't go over at a comedy club, that's the fucking audience's yeah. fault. It's, <laughs> that's a place for... that's yeah. that's That joke is for a comedy club. Yeah. I, I will say there was probably a lot in the act up yeah. until that point. Yeah, that probably suggested that he would make some off-color stuff. Yeah, so I'm not, and well, I'm not oh, victim well, it, blaming. It's really, okay. it's really right. funny. <laughs> so some portions of the performance were clearly inappropriate and yeah. contrary to the university's values of respect and support for all. The school said in a statement, "We will not work with this comedian again, and are proud of our students who are standing up and voicing their concerns oh, about boy. the performance." I'm not, I'm not on that side either. Uh, it's all started when gross. Proud single of somebody walking out of a comedy <laughs> show because they can't take it. It all started when Gross singled out a female student, a supervisor with Boiler Gold Rush, the group running the orientation, uh, to volunteer for a trick during the show. According to several students present at the performance, 
Gross asked her to raise her hand and then thanked her for volunteering and pulled her on the stage. So this, that's kind of creepy. Asked that her to volunteer? He, he, he said, ma'am, can you raise your hand? And then said, can I get any volunteers? Your hand's up. Come on up. Like, yeah, but she can still he, say no. Yeah, right. right? No, I, I know. But I'm saying like, it's, it's, it's mm. creepier that he, he targeted somebody. He somebody. picked somebody out, yeah. It's creepier that he targeted yeah, her. Yeah. Like, it would be off-color if it, he picked a random person out of he the said, audience. He said, all right, people, all right, everybody, put your hands up. And then they yeah. do, and you'd be like, all right, I need a volunteer, you. Yeah. yeah. That's better. Yeah. But if he... But saying, telling her to put her hand yeah, up, yeah, and then yeah. saying, I'll take I you. I get the joke. I it, I still could... <clears throat> I, you could still possibly give the benefit of the doubt and say, like, maybe he just does that with everybody and just picked her by random, but it is weirder because it is a lady. Yeah. And it's a fucking college, bro. Like, yeah. you gotta think about it. A little, but also I gotta tell you. Also, I go on Instagram and I've been flipping through like the first week of college. You, just, you yeah. can't fucking yeah. You can't avoid it in your like timeline. Like it's in the search. Like if yeah. you go through the search, you can just kind of see what's what's trending and shit. Yeah, it's all horrendously drunk college kids. Yeah, like I I understand, <laughs> but like there's like two sides to this for sure. There is the crazy drunken sexual animal, yeah. and then there's the you he he made me touch his. But, th- you but know what again, I mean? like, the crazy drunken sexual animals making the decision. Right, you know what I mean. Um, so while doing a card trick, Gross repeatedly asked the girl to come closer to him. As they stood back to back, Gross joked about being cheek to cheek and feeling her vibrations. Ryan Grunson, a Purdue freshman who was yeah, in the this audience, is just a, this is just a nightclub act. That, he, you know what I mean? Like that's all it is. He made her stand closer and closer to him. He made her stand closer and closer to him. And he made a joke about it giving him an erection and making his pants yeah. seem to say, let me out, referring to his genitals. Because he's a ventriloquist. Uh, the gross, uh, then yeah, you get the Gross joke. asked the girl to touch his thigh. From the display screens that showed a close-up of the performance, multiple students said the girl looked like she was on the brink of tears <laughs> and, and touched Gross <laughs> as little as possible despite his nagging. As gross Just leave! What are you doing? As Gross flubbed a guess the card trick, he quipped, "Well, I got a free feel out of it." Uh, the student, yeah, this is a is, nightclub act. You the student I mean? is seen in video footage standing silently, staring. Creepy at the uncle floor. performance. Yeah. Then she left the stage and began to sob, according to <laughs> Cara Pietrangalo. <laughs> um, she felt like she was kind of abused. Pietrangalo said, "She she was harassed sexually and put in a situation in front of people where she didn't know she, what to do." She came um, up on stage under her own free will. <laughs> Guys, if you're not comfortable, don't don't go up. Yeah. You don't have to. In a statement, you do to not have post, to go up. Gross's lawyer, you don't have to Rebecca N. Kaufman, uh, <laughs> said that the comedian had performed all segments of last weekend's act for many years without complaint and had never before been accused of sexual misconduct or harassment. This this is what okay, so this is what this makes me think. He's been doing this act for a year for years. Yeah. He so that means that he's he's obviously he's not the you know, he's not on Netflix and shit. Yeah. But this was colleges uh, from what I've heard pay very very well. Yeah. But they're also the fucking craziest place that you could po- potentially play. Yeah. He took his nightclub act and did not change it whatsoever right. for a college fucking orientation. This is absolutely him not being uh, present as a performer or being at least socially present. Right. Because like I said, if you're going to their turf, yeah. you got to play well, by their rules. Well, and here's the next thing. 
Andy, I don't like it. Andy but. was ob- oblivious and naive about the current environment on college yeah, campuses. This is, yeah. And he sincerely regrets causing any offense or discomfort to any student participating. His statement says, bullshit. What? What do you if mean? You're Hike. A, <laughs> <laughs> I hit my hand. If you're a comedian yeah. at any level today, you I, know the current. Not necessarily. I mean, uh, he, he. If we know, if we are aware. Like you, you literally, you have Jerry Seinfeld going on late night television talking about why he doesn't play college campuses. I know. And Chris Rock going on television talking about why he doesn't play college campuses. Yeah, but they're not going on television. No. They have been on television saying it before. They but, don't, but they're, they're but, not campaigning it. No, You're but acting I'm saying, like they're, but, and they but, said that fucking years but ago. But no, but I'm also saying like Vice just did a, a, a thing like okay, a month or two he ago. Doesn't follow about, those things. That's what but I'm saying. I'm, I'm just saying like how. You've never talked to another okay, comedian. To you've never watched TV. What you've this never... sounds like to me is he's been doing this act for years, which means he's probably a tra- he's a road comic who probably works at Oh, really? B- I was B thinking or C. I'm thinking B or C rooms. I was thinking he's not a road comic. He's probably No, a, no, no. I think it's the other way. I, I think he's I think he's a um what is uh what is the a residency comic? No, no, no. I think I think he's at like he's at like the he's at like the Iowa Funny Hut. And he yeah. does the Monday, Thursday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday night shows. Maybe when they don't have anyone else coming in. No, no, I'm thinking he's or a road he, comic in the sense of like he's going to like like he's going to like be he's he's working the the hotel conference rooms, you know th- those things. He headlines there, and that act probably fucking kills. Yeah, it's drunk mom audiences that are yeah. that they think it's fun that somebody's flirting with them. Um, Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, so I and I think and and a lot of times I've I've opened for those I've hosted shows at uh, the Comedy Zone for like guys that I've never heard before and I check them out. They've been doing it for 30 years. Yeah, and and I'm looking at clips that they posted in 2007, right? <laughs> when they were on uh, late night with Seth Meyers or something yeah. like that, and it's the same jokes that he's doing Tonight. at the Comedy Zone. Right. You know what I mean? Like at uh, 10 years later, and it's like okay. This guy is, and then you look at his web, his page, and it says like, uh, available on, you know, uh, he, he was seen on Sister Sister, <laughs> you know, yeah. what I mean? like his credits are all from like forever ago, and you look at the social media, and it's nothing. I don't think they're up with the news. They're not making current Maybe. references. These are guys that are still making Lewinsky jokes. These are people that are still that get excited when Hillary Clinton's running because they can take all their Bill Clinton jokes that they had. From the '90s and and early 2000s, and reuse them. That's Do you know true. what I mean? Like, that's, that's I true. think that's who this guy is. And then he got a college gig, and tried to do the same thing. He's may he may have even been doing this at colleges and got away with it. Yeah. But this was just the wrong college. And um, <coughs> so after the but show, again, don't go on stage. <laughs> after the show, <laughs> students took to Twitter to slam Gross. Hashtag Andy Gross is gross. And guess what? He didn't. He didn't get any of that because he doesn't know what and Twitter to, is. And to call for Jimmy Fallon to keep the comedian off the Tonight Show. Oh my God! Is he on the um, Tonight Show? I so urge is he, you to he is t- up and coming. I urge you to take note of the tweets regarding Andy Gross' live incident at Purdue University last night. As the student who was sexually harassed in front of six thousand people, all I can say. <laughs> is that I pray no one else would have to feel uh, the same humiliation and helplessness I felt on stage last night. Bringing him onto your show not only encourages him to continue with his act, but puts anyone in your audience at risk of the same situation I was in. Sexual harassment is not a joke, and I'm grateful for my classmates who showed their support last night by leaving his disgusting show. Jesus. I am proud to attend you didn't where like this it. behavior is tolerated, and I hope you do not tolerate it either. 
Um, the card trick was just the beginning. Witnesses said things got even more disturbing as the act progressed. Gross singled out another female student and, <clears throat> and chided her when she refused to come on stage. After a trick involving a dove, he flipped off the audience saying, I got another bird for you. Yeah, that's like According amazing. John, he's 50 years old. By <laughs> According to students who saw the performance. Later, Gross had a male student sit on his lap and pretend to be a puppet as part of a ventriloquist act. Before the performance was halfway through, most of the audience had walked out. Freshmen streamed out of the auditorium and onto the lawn where they shared embraces and group me messages. They tried to process uh, what had happened. Numerous students were distressed and crying, according to (laughs) (laughs) Marie Isabel Segovia, another BGR supervisor. Jesus Christ. We had witnessed firsthand a sexual assault, and that's not something that's easy <laughs> to see, Sir Govey said. <coughs> Gross's behavior you was even more... witnessed a clunky act, uh, guys. Gross's what behavior was even more jarring because of what <coughs> preceded it. Before he took the stage, a student had shared her story of campus sexual assault. Um, and then... Uh, uh, Where a guy a pulled said, a, a quarter from night, behind my ear <coughs> without my consent. Last <laughs> night, I shared my experience with sec- of sexual assault in front of 7,000 new students at Purdue. Moments later, I watched a friend of mine get sexually harassed by Andy Gross. See, they're, they're switching it back and forth. Is it harassed or assaulted? Which one is it? Which one did he do? Yeah. He did shitty magic well, for I would, you. I would Sorry. Say if, she t- if, she, if he forced her to touch him, it's assaulted. If he tried to get her to touch him, touch him it's harassed. Yeah, that I would lean towards it's harassment. It's still gross. It's still bad. Yeah. And but that's what I'm assault. saying. It's also like if you weren't happy up until then, if somebody says, don't, if somebody says come up here, you can say no. Say no. Yeah. Again, no means no, right? You got to say no then. You got to say, nope, I'm not going to come up there. If he went down and dragged her up there, I could see it being uncomfortable. This is a guy who did not read the room, obviously. But right. I would love to see. Is there any video, video. of any? Okay. Yeah. Is any? Does anybody laugh at all at any point of it? You know what I'm saying? Your car? Really? Yes, it is. It is silent. Well, I got a free feel out of it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh on, hold on. It's really she does look really uncomfortable. Let me see, what is your card? The three of hearts. There you have it. I was only off by two, but that was darn close. <laughs> right, I, know what you're thinking. I think Julie, that's you're the joke. That right? This was your card that I drew. What I said was, I said I drew Julia's card. I didn't say that this was Julia's card. Wait, what happened? Oh, that's it. So, also... You're not supposed to be videotaping, <laughs> guys. Well, I, I think what happened is after, from what it sounds like, he asked this her to touch. He well, so f- the way that I read the article, it sounded like he asked her to touch his thigh, and she didn't uh-huh. because she wanted to keep contact to a minimum. Right. And I think the moment he was like, "Can you touch my thigh?" People were like, "We're going to record this." Um, I got to tell you, she definitely is, looks uncomfortable. This is a classic case of oversensitivity mixed with a oh, yeah. very classic case of very uh this is being uh could you say socially i don't know not reading the room not being able to yeah, notice that's like, the thing is but like, also people did react and clap do you know what i mean yeah but not people a l- were ge- pe- some people got it yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah uh, i think this is also another thing of whoever was writing this yeah they are just sharing their 100% point of view and they're saying this is how the night was. This is their reality. Whereas 
we don't we don't have the recording of the rest of the set. Right. Was he fucking killing at all? Was there at any point well, where not just that, but even more than half of the room was laughing? Well, not just that, but I also wonder. <clears throat> I want to know like what like the other like is it being because I really do think it's maybe it's just you know a case of of fearing fake news. But when they say students left crying, do they mean? the girl who was on stage left crying and because friends because that makes sense right if i was that girl because i totally could see being like he picked me as a volunteer i'm gonna go up on stage i'm gonna humor it and then he made me super uncomfortable right also uh, i i felt like i was i was forced to go on stage like he t- he asked well, you that's to the thing. come she, on she, she like, never she's n- nobody ever said she felt forced right she tricked like he tricked her into volunteering right she went up to be a good sport and then it got weird. But when you get weird, like you can leave. You can yeah. leave at any time. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. that. The and stuff they did, like that. And where they like, did try to be like a girl later refused to go on stage and he harassed her and then gave her the finger and all this stuff. Right, like, right, right. It's like, okay. like it's, This is a situation where he, it just sounds like he had a really, he it, he was not connecting with the crowd. Yeah. He was having a really terrible For performance. Sure. But I have to blame it on him because you have to, you got you to gotta know. And especially yeah. if you've been performing you know, I, I think for any I, extended period of time. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I and I looked at it looks like he's been performing since 1997. Yeah, he's he's just somebody who he might be he may be he have a name for himself or something like that. He but have a name for himself. He he may have a name <laughs> oh, for himself. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, um, but it, it's it's this was him. It's it's both sides again. <laughs> you have to it, understand yeah. that this Man, is both sucks. sides yeah. being. Just not getting it. Yeah. Both. This was essentially you didn't enjoy the show. I, I will and say. And you felt nervous in front of a I, bunch of people. I will say. That's what happened. I will say. I probably, if I would have been there, I would have probably walked out. Yeah. I would have done it when they said, I do comedy, ventriloquist, <laughs> yeah. and magic. I, yeah. I honest, go, honestly, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have gone. <laughs> and Okay. Look, I would have been like, you is do, there a way we can get out of this? If you do comedy, ventriloquist, uh, ventriloquism, and magic, yeah. and I haven't heard of you. Not gonna watch it. Yeah. Okay. That's my rule. <laughs> and if I don't want to go on stage, I won't go on stage. Yeah. But again, like you said, he tricked her or whatever. But if she was uncomfortable to that point, yeah. And he and you know what I'm saying? Any well, of that stuff. I, again, at though, the any way, point you can leave. <laughs> the way I read the article was that she was like she was like a good sport, went up on stage yeah. and when she started getting uncomfortable, she just kind of shut down. Right. Like she stopped doing what and he, he was, and as which, a performer, he's I, trying to turn around. He's trying, yeah. but by trying to turn around, he's getting dirtier and he's getting yeah. raunchier. And it's like, you got, you have to understand, yeah. idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was a sure. poor performer. Yeah, and she was a a a good sport that turned into a poor sport that yeah. turned into a victim. Yeah. I, again, if like you said, if he grabbed her hand still, and made a pro- touch her, thigh, I'd still say that's harassment. I'd still say it's she's a victim of sexual harassment. Is it her? Okay, and, I wouldn't. And, and this is this is the problem we what, have. This is the what, open mic yeah. talk we have. Based off of what I've what the article shows, maybe not. Based off of what the article says, definitely not assault. No, Harass, harassment yeah. for sure. But also, is it and is, is it harassment when somebody's trying to do unsuccessful crowd work? But she's on stage. Do you know what I'm saying? The same thing yeah. as somebody's not volunteering. Like I told somebody to, f- I said, "Fuck you, you're jealous." Last night, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like somebody said something. I was asking a guy a question, and this girl answered. And I was like, "Hey, slow down, bitch!" Like I was like, "Yeah, I'm talking to him. Somebody's jealous." Yeah. And I shamed her, and it was funny. Everybody got it, but yeah. everybody was already on my side. <laughs> right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You can call somebody out and say, like, you can say, "Fuck you, I'll kill you." Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and people, if they know your intent, yeah, they know that you're joking. Whatever, blah 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 blah. Right. That 
if he would have gone in and said like, "Hey, who's who hasn't died in a school shooting?" <laughs> yeah, a bunch of people are overly sensitive about that thing. You're going into the oversensitive realm. You're going into the the build a bear cave. Yeah, you know what I mean. These are all like really said, soft it's also, people. It's also just so hard for me for me to believe that a working comic was like, I had no but idea. You don't of understand the current climate. This this he's a fifty year old magician. Do you know what I'm saying? And he's not on TV right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's young magicians that are on TV right now. That's true. That are very that would do well in this situation. I think. All right. This Much ne- better. The next story comes from Jared Hazelwood, NBC News. Uh, Democrats strip super delegates of power and reform uh, caucuses uh, in historic move. This is going to be boring. Um, Tom Perez and Bernie Sanders teamed up to push the biggest reform package the party has seen in decades. Oh, I was right. Uh, the Democratic National Committee voted Saturday to significantly <laughs> curtail the superdelegates and make presidential caucuses more accessible, <laughs> overcoming objections from vocal minorities of its membership. The reform package is pushed by the DNC chairman, Tom Perez, and allies of Vermont uh, Senator Bernie Sanders, among others, passed overwhelmingly by voice vote at the DNC summer meeting voice here. Voice vote? Yeah, all, all who vote say yay. All who vote Why do they get to do that? But we got to get a fucking ID badge <laughs> and we got to go well, down Well, because here. they're in like a big meeting. You can't put all the... I kind of go, yay. They can't, <laughs> they can't put Nay. all of the... They can't go, all Democrats, please come to, you know, whatever Why can't Super Bowl arena is. Hello? <laughs> yes? <laughs> no? Uh-huh? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Call yeah. me. Call me w- when you're ready for my vote. Um. Uh. So, uh, past overwhelmingly some meeting here, two years after the pro- uh two years after the process has started, present others hailed the outcome as momentous, uh, <laughs> saying the reform will help welcome new people into the party by reassuring them that their vote will never be overruled by their party leader, uh, who can vote for whomever they want in the presidential nomination. So essentially, that'll um, do it. <laughs> well, so so essentially uh so th- that's monumental this is like saying the other thing was devastating for for those who don't this is monumental oh, really sorry um, my mistake the way because so what the way caucuses work is some of the states have them where you uh you turn up and vote as the citizen but there are delegates and super delegates so what happens <laughs> is your vote uh just kind of is to show the delegates and super delegates who you want them to vote for, but they don't have to. So for example, in this previous election, when it was Bernie Sanders versus Hillary Clinton, uh, a ton of super delegates before results were even in said, I've committed to Hillary. And they were like, how do you know though? Your people haven't all voted yet. And they're like, well, cause it's enough. We've committed. Like, to uh, it's Vermont. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's the thing is them eliminating that now does uh, for Democrats because Republicans don't have superdelegates. They don't have caucuses and stuff like that. So um, or at least not in the same way. So this does uh, if you're a, if you're voting Democrat, this does give your vote more power. OK, it does. So it, it is a big deal in it's Vermont brutal. or everywhere, everywhere okay. across the whole United States of America. Yep, that'll do it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> voting counts now. Netflix. Well, it counts just a little more, not a lot. <laughs> uh, Netflix warns actors. Guess who this one's from? Jerry Hazy Nuts. Netflix warns actors against using the term binge watching, says Guy Pierce. 
Netflix executives apparently don't like the, their talent using the term binge-watching, according to Guy Pierce. The term binge-watching has been around for several years now, but it's widespread usage primarily rooted in the popularity of streaming services such as Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime. You are only as popular the as fr- you are, Netflix, because <laughs> of binge-watching. Yeah. Check yourself. The phrase also reflects the most common mindset associated with how people view streaming services. In 2014, Netflix surveyed viewers to find that 61% of those surveyed binge watch regularly. The same same study, the same same study, found that 73% of people surveyed defined binge watching as watching as quote watching between two to six episodes of the same TV show in one sitting. While the term binge at one point was primarily associated with binge drinking or binge eating, it has quickly become associated with Netflix and company, uh, which makes sense given the new seasons for the vast majority of their TV shows are made available all at once, thus allowing people to watch all of the episodes in one or two Don't settings. make them bingeable. <laughs> in a recent interview with Empire, Guy Pierce said that uh, about whether people would binge watch his ne- new Netflix show, The Innocents, Pierce said... People do, but I don't think Netflix likes the term binge. When we did the promotion for The Innocents in the United States, we were strictly sort of instructed beforehand not to talk about binge watching. According to Pierce, they were not instructed to use another term in place of binge watching, such as marathon watching. Uh, They were simply told what to avoid. Uh, That's kind of it. The rest just talks about his show, The Innocence, and binge watching. It's a marketing thing. Yeah, I it makes sense. You don't, don't want make them bingeable then. Yeah, you don't you know? want them. You don't want negative. Well, I don't think it's that they don't want you doing that because they know that's why you do it. But I think they just don't want a term that is traditionally has negative connotations. Yeah, like binge. Um, but I mean, it's the same goes for like why Netflix allows you to share your account because like if you and I share the same Netflix account, Netflix knows that someday there's a good chance you and I won't be friends. And you'll need to get your own Netflix account because right. you can no longer use mine, or right, right. Or, you or you'll break up, or, or your dad yeah. dies, or wh- whoever you're taking from. Right, right. So that's why they're okay with you sharing. Yeah, because they'll get that money back eventually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another one from Jared Hazelwood. Oh boy. Florida teen arrested after stealing police weapons and flaunting it on social media. What an asshole. A Florida teen was arrested after he allegedly stole an AR-15 in tactical gear from an unmarked Palm Beach Sheriff's deputy vehicle. Again, what's the alleged Sunday. part if he's flaunting it <laughs> on social media? A 17-year-old... thought he was giving it? <laughs> yeah. A, a, a 17-year-old Boynton Beach, uh, of Boynton Beach flaunted the stolen weapons on Instagram live stream as he danced to rap music, the Miami Herald reported. <laughs> that's e- that's the whitest person in that, the world. No, right I was going to say, that's their way of saying trying to make you think it was an african-american youth without being like a black teen but guess what (laughs) uh the deputy reporting the item item stolen uh to the boynton beach police on august 14th he left his unmarked police cruiser parked at a shopping plaza for hours according to the newspaper he allegedly stole two loaded magazines a gas mask taser ballistic helmet and <laughs> rifle clips. Fuck yeah! How, why would you if your car if you know your car is going to be parked in a plaza for hours? Why leave it unlocked yeah. with all that this stuff is, in this it? This is again both sides. Yeah, this <laughs> no, this cop should be fired. fired. 
This guy, <laughs> Dest, you're fucking riding the pine, bro. <laughs> yeah. Grab some bench. <laughs> what am I being ejected for? You're going to r- the radio. <laughs> That's where you are. You fucking out here getting your goddamn gun and gas mask. Why do you have a gas mask in your car? <laughs> <laughs> the live stream uh, he launched gave police ground for a search warrant. The Herald responded. Er, yeah. Detectives found the stolen items under the teen's mattress, police said. He faces grand theft and burglary with firearm charges and was being held at, the, at a juvenile detention center. What an asshole. What a little asshole. Why would you do that? Also, what an asshole cop. Yeah. Why would you leave your fucking car unlocked, you yeah. moron? Yeah. You're supposed to be secure. Yeah, that was fucking stupid. What an asshole. What if he had shot somebody? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like you uh, you absolutely should be did. an accessory thank, to murder. Yeah. Thank God all he did was go home and dance with the. Yeah, dance God. to rap music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one. Jared, who, wait, who's one. this one from? Jay's or who? Yeah. Was it not? Uh, American man arrested for allegedly urinating on sleeping fellow passenger during flight to Japan. Wow. This guy must have been drunk. <laughs> A man traveling from Chicago to Tokyo was arrested for allegedly urinating on another passenger. Again, alleged. According to the local news was outlet. Was there piss on him or not? <laughs> <laughs> What's the alleged part? I don't understand in cases where a thing happened. The only reason we're talking about it is because the thing happened. Because legally, until charges are brought, it has they even when he's dancing to rap music. Yeah, on well, Instagram, the thing because because then if anything happens where right. he ends up coming out innocent, now you have a lawsuit on you. Your okay, hands. yeah, yeah. You have defamation. Okay, so well, that's why you, you have say to say two anonymous people. One definitely pissed on somebody else <laughs> we don't we're not saying who it was there was oh, somebody well they, contained they gave us the names <laughs> oh what the fuck just keep the names out according the to the local going. news outlet uh uh dinesh uh kishokandra parek it's a good thing i read this one wow aka uh, random check <laughs> a 24 year old engineer of course was traveling from chicago O'Hare airport uh to the narita airport on an all nippon airways flight when he allegedly relieved himself on a 50 year old businessman who was asleep in the business class section jesus the crew oh, okay i can see this now so he's in i i can i got it already he's the, getting overserved in the back yeah he goes up to the bathroom oh i don't know i don't know how you could do oh sorry uh, go the, ahead well I, i'm gonna i have an idea but we'll we'll brainstorm after the article <laughs> Uh, the crew on board the all Nippon Airways flight restrained Perek and reported the alleged assault to the Japanese police. The Japan Times reports. The outlet well, this adds is a that Japanese <laughs> businessman. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, the outlet adds that the Chiba Prefectural Police said the two men did not appear to know each other and and did not have an argument before the alleged incident. But after the, the police also told Japan today that the suspect drank at least four glasses of champagne Boom. and one cup of sake before go. the alleged incident and says the victim was seated two rows behind Perek. Yep. When he was arrested upon landing, the suspect Wait, he was he in business plan too? Yeah. Or plan? Clan? Business what? class. Class? What is it? <laughs> Played? Plan? <laughs> plan? <laughs> business clan? Uh, and said he had no recollection of the occurrence. Yeah, I imagine like champagne. Champagne gets you drunk kind of quick from of the champagne from and the then bubbles. Sake. Yeah, yeah. So also being in the air like that, like. And was he already? Did he already have fucking pregame a bit of yeah, the chilies? How much was he, yeah. How much was he was was he drinking at that airport uh, chilies, yeah. baby? <laughs> that's Cut so loose. funny. I imagine what probably happened is he thought he was at the bathroom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like if, if he's if he's two rows behind, right? There, there's usually the bathroom separates it. Like that's yeah. a little uh, um, uh, not stewardess. What's it? Flight attendant. Yeah. Area. 
there and there's one in the back. Yeah. And there's usually bathrooms and then the other side. Right. Which is the business class and stuff like that. So I'm I'm assuming either but you would have to think that so maybe he thought if you walk into this area, the middle part, that's the bathroom and just started going and then that guy was right there. I don't yeah. know. I gotta see. I gotta see pictures. I gotta yeah, see where I was the trajectory. Know. Yeah. Did he so get him on the shoulder? Was it on the elbow? Yeah. Um, right in the face. Was it on the face? Yeah. They appeared not to know <laughs> each other. The, All right. Uh, the next one. Next one. You can read this one, Pat. Oh God damn it! <laughs> Come on, you can get this, from this Jerry one. You, you love hockey. This is my turn to take a nap. All right. <laughs> so all those other things were of much interest to you. I was interested in most of the other stuff. Brodeur returns to Devils as executive vice president. NHL all-time leader in wins, shutouts, one. Hell yeah. <laughs> one Stanley Cup. What? What? Shutout. This is this is poorly written, right? <laughs> NHL all-time leader in wins, shutouts, one. Stanley Cup three times in 21 seasons with New Jersey. Yeah. Like, I mean. What the fuck was the rest of that? You get knocked around in the head a lot playing hockey. I don't think he's writing it. Is he? Is this by Brodeur? <laughs> this is on NHL.com. No, but, I, but I'm sure somebody, I'm sure. He's done good. He brought three cup I'm, 20 wins. He's done good shutout. I'm sure the person writing this, though, plays hockey. You think <laughs> You so? know what I mean? It's like it's like everyone at ESPN plays sports. You know what I mean? The person at NHL.com probably like plays in like a pickup league. Yeah. A hockey pickup league. So he probably gets banged around. Even more so if Mar- it's not professional. Martin Bader is returning to the New Jersey Debers. As executive vice president of business development, uh, a paycheck. Uh, the devil yeah. said Bredor, uh will work across all departments to identify, capitalize on, uh, and develop business opportunities for the organization. Prudential Center, The Rock, and the outlying community. Um, Berdour, who played 21 season NHL seasons as a goaltender with the Devils, had spent the past four seasons with the St. Louis Blues, including the past three as assistant general manager. He announced Tuesday he was leaving the organization to pursue new opportunities. It feels fantastic uh, to be back, uh, in the jersey. <laughs> no one's ever said that. That's how I know this is bullshit, Brodeur said. He didn't say the rest of that. Uh, this unique opportunity will allow me to build an existing relationships in the business community. And take a <sighs> new challenge in my career. I've been able to work in all facets of the game of hockey and have a growing interest. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we really talk, you know that? But this is a <laughs> solid like, murder You know what this honestly, this accent reminds me of? Huh. So people ask me, am I dumb? Am I deaf? <laughs> I, don't I know. am just French Canadian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That video we watched. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what it reminds me He's French me Canadian. Can we help you? What's up? What do you want? Oh, you're just coming in to oh. hang out? So uh, a business around in the game, working with uh, President uh, Davis Hugh Weber, and his team will be beneficial for all of us over 20 years in New Jersey. I was lucky enough to make connections that <laughs> I can now use to help Devils grow. I don't even know where you Not are. only in the area, but beyond. Okay. The NHL all-time leader in wins, uh, 691. Yeah. Shutouts, 125. Yeah. And games played among goalies, yeah. 1,266. Brodeur played the final seven games of his NHL career with the Blues during the 2014-15 season. Blues. As a relief, uh, this, I'm going to 
bump this up a little bit so I can tell them why. He was a relief for them. He was on. Uh, he was not re-signed by the Devils. Yeah. Right. So he went on waivers. Yep. And then he ended up getting picked up. Uh, I think at near the deadline. Yeah. Because they needed a goaltender, and he didn't help them at all. <laughs> um. The career of Blue with the Blues during the 2014-15 season uh, before retiring January 29th of 2015 and becoming a senior advisor uh, to the Blues uh, general manager, Doug Armstrong. He was promoted to assistant general manager following the, the following season. Today is a special day for everyone, <laughs> Devils general manager Ray Shiro said. We are all thrilled to have Marty back with the organization. I said last season that it was an exciting time to be a Devils fan. And that's especially true today. Welcome home, Marty. Brodeur, 46, went 691, 397, and 49 with 105 ties for the Devils and the Blues. Hell yeah. Well, <laughs> he played five games with the Blues yeah. as the Devils. Let's just say <laughs> he was with the Devils. <laughs> yeah. He won the Stanley Cup three times with the New Jersey Devils, 95, 2000, 2003, and the Vesna Trophy four times, 2000, 2004, 2007, and 2008. A couple back-to-back. That's really good. Uh, Berdour also won the Calder Trophy uh, as NHL's top rookie in 1994 and the William William M. Jennings Trophy, fewest goals allowed five times with the Devils. Uh, Selected by the New Jersey Devils. uh, Okay, so this (laughs) is going, what the fuck? Are you all right? Apollo just attacked me by accident, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> he was trying to like reach the top of the curtain and he hit me in the armpit. Wow, what an asshole. So yeah, so he's back. Um I think that's Ooh, that's cool. good for him. You know, I guess yeah. he's back with the team. See, this is the thing that I'm I'm having trouble with is when when it's it's weird that I'm noticing with when players leave as a player and they want to go into like a regular business job yep. yeah they never they never seem to really get a chance right away with that team it feels yeah like, like they're like th- like you would think marty bordeaux who has brought the devils their only stanley cups yeah ever yeah ever ever yeah 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 for sure they, they would should say, have like, given him a job yeah instantly. as soon as he's done they're like what can you if you want to do anything here yeah don't ever let if he wants to continue to play if he wants to be a you bartender there you, you let, let him. him play yeah He's a fucking it like, and, and I know you have to do what's best for the organization, but he he spent twenty one years there. Yeah, let him retire there. Yeah, and this is the thing that's so weird it's is like that no no player seems to be able to spend all of their. It, it doesn't seem like that happens much in any other sport. No, like and hockey is the closest few. I feel like it comes to. Yeah, but like you have football too, like I think football football. Some, football it doesn't happen so much, but in football you'll get the the guy who signs back with the team. Like yeah. uh, Brian Dawkins played as an eagle. He was an eagle for a day and then retired. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that that's what they did with uh, Daniel Alfredson uh, with Ottawa. He was the closest. Like he had spent pretty much his whole time there. Yeah, and then near the end, he ended up going to Detroit for like a couple seasons, and but they ended up signing him to a one year and they retired his number. I don't. I don't agree with that. Yeah, like I, I get. I mean, I get retiring his number if he spent most of his time. If he always, yeah. but if he spends a full season somewhere else, Marty five games it's like it's like nobody picked him up i yeah. think either because he was either too expensive or maybe they just they i think just it, i like, think it's no. a mixture of cost and age like but he was in this he was in the cup final like a couple years before that like yeah. or a year or two before that i feel like yeah but 
A lot happens you know I mean? in a year or two. He's, you know what I mean? He's an elite goaltender. And oh yeah, for sure, definitely. And you don't Best go down that up. much. Do you know? What I'm yeah, I mean, yeah, he really is. He's he was my he was my all time favorite player until Marty St. Louis, and then he crushed my heart. And then <laughs> I go, I guess I'm not gonna. You know what I mean? Like yeah, and then you don't have a I hate hero that guy. anymore. I hate that. I hate it. He hurt me so bad. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's so sad. Well, it's his fault. It's a piece of shit. Right. Uh, and and the fact that his number is retired in our arena, even though he spent 13 seasons, he spent most of his career. Yeah. He still chose to leave. Yeah. And that's See, that's the I'm thing, a, like, I'm a supporter of like the team. Marty Brodeur and like Brian Dawkins for the Eagles, it was a right. similar situation where like they weren't ready to stop playing football yet. Right. But their team couldn't keep them anymore. But I don't I don't so, get that. I'm saying I'm saying Marty Brodeur, even if you keep him as like like he still wants to play. Yeah. Let it be a goalie tandem. You do you do what he wants. Yeah. He, like because otherwise like are you like you can see I, I guess that's the thing is you got rid of him, right? So did you fucking kill it after that? <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Like you let go one of your best players because he was either too expensive or you you thought maybe he lost a step. Yeah. You're in the wrong. Yeah. That guy, he deserves he, he deserved better than that. Yeah. And I think the fact that he's coming back in the like the capacity that he is. Like Andre Wa, I wanted he he got fucked over by Montreal. Yeah. So he left. He, you know what I'm saying? But they still want to take credit for him. But he, he, when he wanted a head office job, Colorado gave it to him. They gave him a coaching yeah. job. He was coaching in the minors. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Philadelphia that gets so many people to come back, though. But it's like uh, they used to have a running back, Deuce Staley, mm-hmm. who like he left Philadelphia because they didn't re-sign him. And right. he went to like New Orleans and won a Super Bowl with the Saints and went to Pittsburgh for a little bit and all that stuff. And now he's the running back coach in Philadelphia again. Right. He came back. Brian Dawkins, I guarantee you, in the next year or two is going to be some sort I think of defensive just invested. coach. You know like, what I mean? They're invested in the team. But, but it is, yeah, they like fall in love with that city. Or for some a reason. lot of times they have a home there. They have yeah. a, they've built, if he spent 21 years of his career. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too is like, I for, for athletes, I consider their home wherever they spend a majority of their career. Right. They could have gone. You know, they could have gone to Denver. They could have gone to right. Dallas or wherever else. But like, if you spent more than seventy five percent of your career in one city, that's your home. That's right. where you should retire. Right. That's where. That's who retires your number. Like the fact that also like, it's kind of crazy to know to me. when to quit too. If like yeah. if the team that you spent twenty one seasons with is not willing to give you a try, also maybe take that as a hint because like yeah. I said, he he did go to to the blues and then didn't really help them that much. Yeah. I think he was like almost dead even there yeah. like, with the, all the games he played. So it's right. like, what the fuck? Who cares? You gotta, you gotta know when to quit, you know, yeah. know when to hold them. <laughs> all right. The next one comes from Chris Russo, uh, security guard who documented his farts at work for six months, loses his job. Have you seen this at all? I'm very familiar with this. And you've watched the videos and stuff. Oh yeah. 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 Should we play it's, any it's of the Paul, Paul Flart? Yeah. Is his name, I believe. Right. Yeah. That's what they, um, yeah, he was a he was a security guard. Uh, I can just give a really a bridge version of this because I'm pretty sure everybody's from. I'm pretty sure people are familiar with yeah. the story, right? I'm pretty sure so. He's a guy who had an Instagram page. He worked for a, a, a security company. Yeah, that would so wherever he would go, he would videotape himself. He he said he realized the acoustics in the area were really good. He was actually he interviewed at a on your mom's house podcast. Yeah. They had him on, but he ended up getting fired because he was. Uh, Recording <laughs> during during business hours. Well, you know what, and it, with his uniform on, like I was like, gonna say those, but you know what, it, it reminds me of Damien's story. What? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Jamie Robinson of how he lost his job because he recorded an Instagram video. Right, right. But he was work. just doing his job. So like, if he yeah. was just in the bathroom anyway. But I think that's basically he's he's supposed to be somebody that's keeping an eye on stuff. Well, he's at a security desk, but I'll, I think it's probably overnight. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It seems, and I think I remember reading or hearing somebody say like <laughs> he was at a it, he worked overnight shift. Right, right. Yeah, we don't have to read we don't have to read an article for this guy. Yeah. Check out Paul Flart. He gets he ended up getting uh, fired, and he live streamed his his he firing on his Instagram. Firing, yeah, and um. And then ended up, he's trying to turn it into like a, uh, like a thing. Like, so <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to take his popularity to the next level. What, so what's, he's uh, going to try to continue with the Paul Flart thing. So follow him on Instagram. Yeah, unfortunately, I think, though, it's probably more likely to go the way of, uh, what's his name? The, uh, the dude that was on, <laughs> on the, uh, the debate, um, Ken Bone. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he's going to be viral for a little bit. I mean, he's already kind of gone. Yeah. Yeah, and I this think this was just posted 3 weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, unless he had something going right right away. You know what I mean? Like unless he could, but he's like trying to like map it out. There's a lot of fun. I just watching his face and how it's like almost exactly the same every, every single time. He looks so funny. He's like a big fat guy with a mustache. Yeah. It's so it's just funny. He looks exactly like what Chris Russo said. Yeah. He looks exactly like a security guard who would document his farts. <laughs> Uh, All right. So uh, you, this is the last. This is the last one in uh, August. If that's what you want to do, this is the is last that, August one. Yeah, let's do it. All right. This is uh, this is the fucking. This is the finale. The coup de gras. And I have opinions. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. This is from the Daily Mail, submitted by Jerry Hazelwood. U.S. Open officials accused of sexism for punishing French star Elise Cornet, who took Eggs. her short shirt off in ninety degree heat. Because she put it on the wrong way. So she's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> U.S. Open officials have been slammed for a se- for uh, as sexist after a female tennis player. Man, after listening to all those farts, I feel like I can smell them. <laughs> like it just smells like farts over here. U.S. Open officials have been slammed as sexist after a female tennis player was punished for removing her shirt on the court. French tennis player Elise Cornet uh, was hit with a code violation after the incident. Her match was against Swedish Johanna Larsson, or Johanna Larsson, uh, <coughs> took place in New York on Tuesday. Fully closed. Cornette was returning from work when she noticed her shirt had been uh, from break from work. Wow. She was returning from break when she noticed that her shirt had been put on the wrong way. Uh, she on, then exposed on, her on, sports bra during wait, wait, the wait, quick wait, change. Wait, 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 wait. Read that again. Read that again. Uh, Cornette was returning from break when she noticed her shirt had been put on the wrong way. Had been put on the wrong way? Yeah, like she had put it on the wrong way. She had put it on the wrong way. Yeah. They're not giving her... They they don't want to assign blame. I don't know. I mean, I, who else? Who, who else's fault could it be? I, I don't know. Why wouldn't you just say she put her shirt on backwards? Uh, but then they're also saying she exposed her sports bra during the quick change that lasted just Right, seconds. because they have photo evidence a of that. A chair umpire <laughs> afterwards punished the world number 31 player with a code violation. Because it's against the rules. Um, so U.S. Open officials... That's the thing. Men, like male tennis players, take their shirts off and don't get I've, hit with code I've already heard this explanation. <laughs> Every example they have of it is them doing <laughs> at the sidelines, which you're allowed to do. Yeah. They specified after this, just like they did with the Serena thing, yeah. Right, Serena, or was it Venus? Serena, Serena Williams the, thing. Yeah, was like, no, no, that's that's against the rules. If a guy does that on the court, they get penalized. Yeah, but all the all the examples I said, they're allowed to do it here on the side of the court, and women are too. Yeah, 
but you're not allowed to do it there. Nobody's allowed to do it there. Yeah. It's not sexist. It's just the <coughs> fucking rule. It's just a <laughs> U.S. Open. Well, but somebody <laughs> put my shirt on backwards. Have been slammed so. as sexist after a chair umpire hit French tennis player Elise Cornette with a code violation because she took her shirt off uh, during a heat break. Uh, Cornette was captured. <laughs> a heat break? What is that? Is it that was, a thing was, in tennis? Yeah. It, well, no. It was too hot. <laughs> like they stop playing tennis. Well, th- that's what they. That's what a heat break is. Go inside. That's what a heat break is. They get off the court until it cools down a little bit and they come back out. All right. <laughs> like, literally, it's you're getting fired up and that's what it is. But no, that's what I'm saying. That's such a dumb thing for uh, what sport. They don't take heat breaks in fucking football. What yeah. the fuck is this? Maybe that's not what. But I don't know. I feel that's like it would affect the, uh, the clay and stuff. Uh, Cornette was captured on video at the tournament Tuesday in New York as she walked back out to the court for her match. Um, realizing she realizing she accidentally put go. her sports top Thank on backwards. Thank you very much. She quickly pulled her shirt up, turned away from the cameras, and placed her top on the correct way. So she didn't okay. even take it off all the way. And now, now this is my this is my other that, thing. That should be a technicality. Here's my other thing, by the way, is the fact that no, because she exposed her her skin under the shirt. Oh. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is the other thing. As people go, she's wearing a sports bra. What's the big deal? Then why'd you turn away from the cameras, bitch? If, yeah, uh, this is you can't have it both ways. <laughs> you gotta pick one way. Which one? Uh, Which one is it? I didn't take my shirt off. Somebody put it on backwards. I think I put it on backwards, but I'm not sure. Anyway, this shouldn't be a rule against me because I took my shirt off on the court during the roughly 10 second clothing change. She has exposed her black ten sports seconds. bra. Uh, yeah, it seems less than that. What, watching what the clip, put your arms in. And then just turn it around. That's what. What happened to that? Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what she did. She just pulled it up to her neck and then turned it around. Titties are exposed. <laughs> no titties uh, are allowed in tennis. Yeah, thank you. The WTA rulebook states that female players are not permitted to change clothing while on the court. Male players, however, are permitted to do so. U.S. Open officials have come under fire. Blah blah blah. Reprimanding, so on and so forth. Yeah, she. I mean, she doesn't take it off all the way. It like, stays around her neck. But like I said, I heard she takes up to her neck. She spins it and then puts it back on. The explanation that I heard was it, it's allowed at your chair, like on your side of the court. You're not allowed to do it while you're on the court. But that one just said that the rules say it is allowed on the court, or are they spe- I don't know what the. I don't know enough about tennis to really. To, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't yeah. know that there was fucking heat breaks. What do they do in the audience? Like, what does the, the crowd do? Yeah, Do they I just know. leave? <laughs> do they just all get umbrellas or something? Just Maybe. do it inside. If you can't do your sport outside without taking a fucking break, just do it inside. This <laughs> this is yeah. stupid. To, to even Because that's it would not be even a thing if that was not a, if that was not the case. I mean, the the article shows like uh, male tennis players standing in roughly the same area of the Is it court really? with like their shirts off in celebration. Okay, well, but then you can't get penalized <laughs> if you're already just one. Yeah. Right. Well, no, you can't because well, you Serena didn't get got pe- penalized. Well, for what? For arguing. Yeah, because you because and you know but what after, I heard about that? after she had already lost, she got penalized. She got oh, points yeah. deducted for arguing after she had already do lost. You, do you did you hear that? It is very uncomfortable audio to hear. Yeah, that sounds like a melt. I know, I know. People it, say don't call it a meltdown. It sounds like a personal meltdown because she brings up her daughter. She brings up it's it's only because oh, I'm I, a woman. I really think and it's it, like whoa 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 whoa. It, what's going on? I think on it here? was just like a, a f- an explosion of frustration. That's like, what a meltdown. Yeah, she was so <laughs> frustrated with herself. 
that like like if you were marketing meltdowns, that's how you that's what you would put on the camera. Yeah. And there's an explosion of emotions. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, but no, it's like self frustration. Like she was frustrated that she lost. She yeah. wasn't frustrated with anyone else. She was frustrating with how frustrated with how poorly she was playing. And she was blamed. And, she was taking that, it out on this and, guy. But that and that's I mean, as someone who has had that happen in the past in like sports and stuff, there's nothing. That gets you more fired up than when you're doing worse than you know you can do. Yes, and that's and that's what I'm saying is is she kept demanding an apology, holding up the game. She it was like that. It was as uncomfortable as that fucking that guy getting ejected, the coach getting ejected, the baseball coach. But the thing was, the thing about that one was was when she was saying you're. It's only because I'm a woman. Hey, you know you're playing another woman, right? Yeah. <laughs> like. She didn't say it was because I was a black woman. Like yeah. she wasn't bringing race into it. You know what I mean? Like it was. She was saying it's because I'm a woman, and you know, she you're, you're playing another another woman. Like you're in the. How can you say that? <laughs> that yeah. He's okay. So reading this a little more, it explains okay. heat break. So in the okay. r- in the rules on days, in the rules on days of extreme heat. So like they consider that like 95 and above. What they do is for for females. Uh, they get a break between their second and third set. They get a 10-minute break where they get to go inside, cool down. And male players get a break between their third and their fourth set. Okay. Um, so it is a 10-minute break. It's nobody, nobody calls it. It's just this. if it's above 95 degrees. Well, I guess that's unfair. Every I guess single we should match all just do it during the first and second, right? <laughs> um, Why do they get the first break? Yeah. I, that's sexist, right? Shouldn't we? Shouldn't I mean, that's to make them take the break first. I don't. Well, that's the thing is there aren't multiple games going on at the same time, so I'm not sure why the rule is, why the rule is between second and third set for women and f- third and fourth for men. So, but so maybe, so maybe what we're exposing is tennis might have some f- pretty fucking stupid rules. Yeah, but and um, maybe you should choose a different profession. <laughs> but there are like, um, there are like uh, this article does have evidence of like um, uh, Andy Novak, I think is his name, uh-huh. of like. They're like calling the heat break, right. and he like immediately takes his shirt off. If I can, if I can just say this real quick, this was after they were back from the heat break and they were playing, right? Uh, they hadn't started playing okay. yet. She just walked back out onto the court, noticed she put her shirt on backwards, and then was spinning yeah. it around. Okay, so yeah, maybe maybe there's something with going. I don't know. Uh, maybe there's something. There may be uh, tennis. Okay, look. First of all, people have been talking too much about tennis lately what's well, because, because of, this is the only sport like that matters that think about okay you're a professional tennis player yeah your job holds no merit outside of that court yeah nothing you do in tennis matters at all in the real world right baseball sometimes you need to throw a thing <laughs> sometimes you need to catch a thing you never ever this is not this is not represented mm-hmm. in real life have you never had a bat in your house pat whatsoever Huh? Have you never had a bat in your house? What are you talking about? I'm just saying, growing up, we used to have a bat problem, and we had a tennis racket oh, specifically like for bat. one bat. I thought you were talking about baseball bat. No. We had a tennis racket specifically for one bat's got in the yeah, house. Yeah, but you can still do it with a frying pan. Yeah, but you'd be better with a tennis racket, and especially as a pro. Okay, badminton. <laughs> you got a badminton rat, they're taller. They're, again, even tennis in real life is not as good as something else. <laughs> this doesn't mean anything. Again, football, you're running. This is, you're just... Head back and forth. Hand eye. That's about it. That's about the value of this sport. And stamina. And you're a professional. You're Reaction. getting paid way too much for what old people pay to get taught to them. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Take the fucking penalty 
and let's assess the rules. Yeah, let's it's, just say, it's hey, like can golf. we just have a look at the rules, guys? I, yeah, you it's know one of those. By the way, in golf, women aren't allowed to wear pants in golf. Yeah, they they have to wear either I believe it's either a short or shorts or a skirt. Yeah, and it's men it's, can wear whatever it's they want. These bougie white people sports yeah. that that have really if you want to change the rules, rules, we can change the rules, but. If that's a rule already, and you're agreeing to play, this is this is my same argument. But the, it, I, I agree with that. But it's also too like nobody knows all of the rules. The for only the reason you're complaining do. about it is because you got caught for it. But I'm saying nobody knows all of the rules for the things that they like. Right. No, no football player knows every single NFL rule. No baseball player. But I knows guarantee every they signed a turn terms and conditions to say they did. Oh yeah, for sure. I guarantee they did. Well, and tennis is the same way, but they're Read just saying up. like, but uh, but it is saying like, why aren't why isn't Andy Novak getting penalized when in his game he took his shirt off? Again, if it if it's as soon as the heat break was called, he takes his shirt off. He's in a break. He's not playing. It's not active. Well, if it, they're coming right back, and he's it was the end of the round, so the right. round had just ended before he they knows, called the break. Well, you know when the break is because it's scheduled. But again, this is this is so another he, situation he goes, where he goes rounds over, boom, right. shirt off. Yeah, so then automatically, but the yeah, round, right. but the round hasn't started for her. Like you're right. I, I again, I don't know. Yeah, maybe the ref. This is this is very simple. Maybe the ref didn't see it. <laughs> Sometimes the refs don't catch everything. Sometimes you don't always get justice. In tennis, there's only two people to look at. I'm pretty sure you'd catch Andy Novak. You would I, think also, so, but Serena also, said, I'm a woman. How could you do this to me? Hey, bitch, on the other side, that's a woman too. <laughs> look over there. That's another woman. Yeah. This is not sexism. Pick pick a lane. Yeah. What is it? You got to say, is this is this because I'm a woman? I raised my daughter. How dare you? By the way, you know the coaching thing that she got in trouble for? Yeah. The coach, her coach, admitted afterwards. Not a lot of people hear this. Her, her coach said, "Yes, I was trying to give her signals. He caught me doing it." Yeah, but she was saying, "How dare you? That's impossible!" Well, Just because she, she missed the know. signal. Yeah. So her coach was trying. So really, what her, should have happened her during coach that whole thing? Have been her coach should have come over and said, "Hey, hey, hey!" Just let you know, like whisper in her ear. I was trying to give you a signal. That's what he saw. I'm yeah. sorry. I'll pay you I, back. I will say that it could have just shut it. I right will. Down. I will say that's embarrassing. But also, he can't. He can't do that. He can't talk to her during the match. That's what I'm saying. So like, <laughs> so like, but the coach should have been the one fine, not her. You know what I mean? What do you mean? The coach should be the person penalized for. Oh the yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to give a signal. But again, if that's if, but it's a team thing. You know what I mean? Like if the if if uh if a coach was trying to give you an illegal signal or something like that. During the thing, it's it's a team it's a team point lost, right? Like like it's team because he doesn't get a trophy if she wins. Yeah. You know what I mean? She just she gets a trophy. It's the same thing. She just takes all the pun. She takes all the reactions. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess I can see that. Yeah, that it's the coach's sense. choices eventually. But I, I I will say this: way too much talk about tennis lately, <laughs> about the clothing and the weird rules about it. If this is a a rule that is not being enforced for both sides equally. Absolutely, that's something that we need to address. Yeah. I would say absolutely, but also it's not something we need to address because it's just fucking tennis. <laughs> it matters to me not at all. I haven't heard anybody reference tennis until this happened. Really, you know what I mean? So yeah. everybody, be, it's just like everything else. As soon as a story comes to the light, everybody's a fucking professional with it, and they say, "How dare you treat Serena this way? How dare you treat this this young well, lady yeah, this I, way?" I think it also is like. I want to know this too, by the way. Did all the people that would throw like macaron and stuff like that, that was throwing fits and stuff like that, and smashing tennis rackets and all that, did they get fined for? They got fined for that, right? 
they didn't get away they, with it because that that was a point that everybody brought up was like this is how come he, they can do it well, but she it, can't it wasn't that the people who were bringing up how come he can do it and she can't weren't saying because he did get penalized like fine for it and stuff they weren't saying that but they were saying like people loved McEnroe for that but yeah. but it's disgraceful when Serena acts that way well because it's 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 one of those things that like i don't think everybody was like i don't think he was celebrated for that yeah yeah that's that's how he's known he, that's people, how he's known but he was he made tennis super popular him because oh, he was uh, a bad boy him, oh, and, uh, him and andre agassi agassi yeah yeah, yeah yeah they both were like really really celebrated for losing their fucking minds right people loved them for it right but they and i will say andre agassi looks really fucking cool <laughs> like you like if you go if you look at pictures of him playing yeah. b- like back in the 90s you're like this guy's from the fucking future and he knows what's up he looks like he, there's pictures of him in like hyper block uh uh color block like hyper shorts uh-huh. and like a really colorful top with like a fanny pack on and his mullet and still just pounding the shit out of the, the he ball should've, and stuff. he should have been fine for that jesus christ <laughs> uh, uh but but no like they really were like people loved it because people love that about them like johnny mcmurray is literally he's a household name because he lost his fucking temper right how many but i'm saying did he get but that but he was somebody that was comfortable making that his thing she doesn't want that to be her thing but and that's why she doesn't do right. that thing right but, but no th- but it doesn't mean that she can't have a little bit of macro in her whether right, she right, likes right. it or not but, she's competitive but it, it's called being competitive yeah. and and uh passionate I guess. Yeah, it is definitely passionate, but you know what I mean? but again too, it's like nobody, nobody. Johnny McEnroe's legacy isn't. Oh, he's so childish. He's so blah yeah, blah blah. Is. Like, he's. I I that's what I'm saying. Is when you say John McEnroe, he's a bad boy. Every yeah, no, everybody knows him for being the guy. Nobody knows his stats. Yeah, everybody knows. Well, nobody but knows, everybody knows, knows Serena. Knows tennis nobody stats. knows Serena Williams as being the person who is uh, uh is being having a meltdown or whatever. That's just recent news. That's not her legacy. Her le- hers and Venus's legacy are are they fucking ruled women's tennis. Yeah. Well, I I think well, John McEnroe's legacy is he's the guy who threw pit, uh, hissy fits while yeah. playing tennis. I think I think for I think honestly Serena's like like blow up happened because it was just a perfect it was the perfect scenario yeah. for it to happen. She lost to someone who is incredibly younger, like right. way young. The next her, she's super not, good. She's yeah. not willing to let the like the next generation. Oh, not not willing. It's but her she's first. Not, it's she's her first one. It. It's her first one yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has a kid now. Like all, like she's gone through all of these changes. Right. And honestly, too, like you have. I know we don't watch tennis, but all of the yeah. stories leading up to the U.S. Open was. Is Serena going to be able to do it after having a baby? Is she going to be as good as she was? Is she going to like all this stuff? And like, God, I couldn't I couldn't imagine hearing every single day people talk about whether or not I could do it because I had a baby and then going out and fucking losing to a 21 year old girl. And then not doing it because you had a baby. Well, that that had nothing to do with it. The girl who won is incredible. Yeah, right. The girl who won is really good. Also, that judge had it out for because she's a woman. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) That was. And if you want to argue me on that, fucking bring it on because that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. I think that is proof of the... uh, People say the dumbest things when they're angry. Right, right. Like she got so mad, that's all. Like, yeah, that's well, like all said, she could think about. Well, people were going like, "This is not a meltdown. This is a meltdown." They showed McEnroe and stuff. Like, no, no, they're both meltdowns. Yeah, they're this just, is just Serena's meltdowns. meltdown. Yeah, Serena. When you start bringing in, I raised my daughter with honor. I would never cheat. I do not cheat. And it's like, all right, you are taking this 
directly personal. Your coach was trying to cheat. It should. It could have been cleared up. Yeah. It very easily could have been cleared up with either the guy saying, I saw him fucking send you a sign. Talk to your goddamn coach after the match and stop fucking yelling. Get back to the match. Yeah. If you don't like me taking a point away, fucking bring it up with the goddamn head office. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's during the match. Focus on the fucking match. That's what I would say if I was her coach. Stop fucking arguing with the referees. Stop blaming it on them and do your fucking job. Come out here and fucking play tennis. Yeah. Beat her on the court. Beat him and beat her. Yeah. That's what you fucking, that's what it is. Adversity. Yeah. It's not fucking sexism or racism. I don't believe that. I think you got a shitty coach or you got a shitty ump. Yeah. You got a shitty ump, you have to play harder. Yeah. That's how it is in every sport. Every single time. I was just thinking about that today, about how growing up uh, when I played Little League, our ump showed up like drunk to pretty much every game. Nice. Uh, You're definitely gonna get some bad calls. Oh, I've been, I got thrown out of three different games because of yelling at him. Time out, ball spinning. Hold on, <laughs> I gotta sit down. <laughs> he, he uh, there was what like the one time the time I like flipped out on him the most is uh, he called me out on a checked swing second strike. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I took I took uh, so it was a it was a one and two count right. The ball comes in, and I'm gonna. I'm like ready to commit to swing, and then I realize it's too close to me, and I checked up, didn't cross the plate, and uh, he goes, "Strike three, you're out," and I go, "What?" In multiple cases, you're wrong. <laughs> and he goes, "He goes, strike three, you're out of here." Did you start kicking dirt on the? On the I base? didn't. I didn't oh. start. I go. If that was a strike, it was strike two, and then the other team's catcher stood up and was like, "Yeah, that was." Should have been strike two if you're going to call it a strike. And then he was like, nope, three strikes. He's out of here. So then my coach comes out of the dugout and he goes, what are you talking about, Lichty? That was only the kid's second strike. And I was like, also, it wasn't a strike. Also not a strike, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Can we, can we see the replay? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like, you either you get in that dugout or I'm ejecting you from the game. I was like, then throw me out of here, Lichty. And then he goes, yeah, <laughs> And then he goes, he like burpees it. And I was just like, good, I'm glad I'm gone. And I threw my bat. And he goes, and you're ejected from the next game, too. I go, you won't remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But yeah, he ejected me from the game two days from then. No. Nice. Because I threw my bat. I threw it into the dugout. You didn't even throw it out. No, I was literally, I was walking back to the dugout, I was taking my glove off, and I I did the underhand thing, and it hit the fence. And then at that point, when you're walking <laughs> off the thing, he just looks over at the girl playing first base and says, all right, you're out of here, too. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> like, That's a sexy song. Yeah, 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 he was terrible. <laughs> all right, the broad on first I'm, is out. <laughs> I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to say Did you just call fuck. her out? She's she's playing Yeah. <laughs> she's playing first base. Yeah. I'm not you can't a, call her out. <laughs> I'm not afraid to say fuck. <laughs> yeah. He's the worst. Also, I loved what I loved is that uh the later in the day we played, the drunker he was. Of course. So we whenever there were like tournaments and stuff, we were always like, Oh god, please let our game be at one. Please let our game be at one. In the middle of the fucking sun, just in the heat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh black, all black. (laughs) Wearing all black and a face mask and a hat. Ugh. Yeah. Honestly, half the time he didn't even wear his face mask. (laughs) (laughs) You pussies can't throw hard enough anyway. (laughs) He would just he would just sit behind the catcher like this. Close his eyes. Like nod. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Strike two. Nobody pitched the ball, Lichty. Hmm. <laughs> That's the test. <laughs> do you have a? Uh, you got anything to plug? I do. I have your let's butt. See here. Yeah. Besides my booty. Uh, October nine. Fourteenth. Uh, Nineteenth. October nineteenth at the Mystic Light of Halloween. We're gonna get shot at the fucking Mystic Light <laughs> of the Halloween by Indiana Bodiger. <laughs> um, also, October tenth. I think is the. Keystone Kerfuffle? Oh, that's right? the 7th, isn't it? Is it? Hold on, let me look it up. October 7th is a Sunday. Yeah, it's on okay. a Sunday. Yeah. I thought it was on a Wednesday. Yeah, that's the one that you run in uh, Baltimore, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, the and then I also have uh, at, in Williamsport, PA at the Art House Collective. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. 8 p.m. Zach Pugh. Pugh, Pugh. October 26th. Uh, come out to those shows and out. support me. I'm Man, I'm back in it. I feel so good. Thanks. I'm so much like... F yeah. I need to listen. I need to like soundbite this portion for when I get into those funks where I'm not doing stand up. Yeah. But just going two weeks in a row, I feel so much better. Tell me, buddy. Uh, October 19th. No, sorry. September 19th (laughs) (laughs) this weekend. Or this uh, Wednesday? At the Chesapeake. That sounds right. Real Ale Brewery in Crofton, Maryland with Zach Hammond. And the Brewery Comedy Tour is back on for two shows. Woo! And Dan Hopple, uh, the Singing River Brew Company in Florence, Alabama. We're going to goddamn all the way to Alabama. Alabama. Holy fuck! Greenbow, Alabama. That's really close to uh, New Orleans. We might die. Oh, really? It's not too far. I can go to Voodoo Church. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You you gotta repent, baby. September twenty-first, my uh, my wife's birthday. Please wish my beautiful wife Dominique a happy birthday. I'm gonna be in Jenny Wiley State Park Resort uh, in Prestonsburg, Kentucky. Steel City Improv Theater in Pittsburgh on the twenty-second. Magoobies. That's the very important one on the twenty-seventh of September. Please, I think my boss and maybe her husband's coming. My Ooh. wife's gonna be there. You guys hopefully yeah, are gonna we'll be, be there. there. Um, I'm gonna try. It's a ta- it's a new talent showcase. It is a competition. So the more people I bring, the more time I get. Also, if I win that one, I win some money, and I'm entered in the year contest for the best comic of the year thing. I think at Magoobies. Plus, I really, really want to get into Magoobies. So if anybody is in the Maryland yeah. area near Timonium, Maryland, uh, Magoobies Joke House. It's a great fucking comedy club. Come out and please support me on the 27th. That's at 8 p.m. Um, see my page for details. And then Steel City Coffee House in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania at 8 p.m. in yeah Phoenixville. That's with Zach Hammond, Dan Hopple, and Kirk Griffiths. Very funny. Kirk Griffiths. Hell yeah. Kirk Griffiths. So come out. PG funny. Comedian on Twitter and... F- no. Twitter and Instagram. I think I'm just going to go down to just having Instagram. Yeah. And just have it post all the stuff I do from Instagram on those other Twitter. things. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I've... I've I'm t- I'm telling you, disc golfing and not looking at my thing and listening to some music, <laughs> it's a re- it's a real meditation. I can throw you some throws. We'll go out there. I'll fart it up. Yeah, we'll have a great time. I'd love to go disc golf. Anybody wants to play disc golf with me? Of, come out. I gotta get a set. Yeah, it's it's like fourteen bucks at That's Dick's. not bad. You know what I mean? Oh, do you have anything else to say to the this? Oh, this is like a two. Almost it's a two hour episode. Wow, really? Yeah, we got a, we did a lot of stories though, man. <sighs> man, 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 man. That was a lot of reading for you. It was. That was a lot of sleeping through your reading for it me. It was very hard. That was a lot of pretending for to sure. listen for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what was the last thing that you wanted to tell the, the babies? Uh, be blessed, Buddha babies. Bye-bye. <laughs>